You are listening to High School Basketball on Xtreme Sports. Let's get back to the game with Mike Will. A couple of minutes with Adam Central Boys Basketball Coach Zach Foster and Coach off to a great start. 4-0. You picked up a win uh, Friday night over uh, Gotham. Yeah, we were super excited to get that win. Gothenburg's a good team. Um, I think they're going to win a lot of games. I do think they'll be a team that will be competing for sub-state at the end of the year. Um, so that was definitely a toss-up game that we thought could go either way. And so to come out with a double-digit win was really, really gratifying. A lot of only 13 points, I think, in the second half. Talk about the defensive effort there. Well, in the first half, we kind of do what we do. We played zone, played man, and they really got comfortable with how we were playing. So we made some adjustments at halftime and kind of backed off our defense a little bit and was more conservative. Tried to dare them to shoot a little bit, and um, it worked. They went two for 20 from the three-point line, which obviously helps. Um, also, I mean, to be fair, their probably best player, the Stevens kid, had 15 in the first half, and he got hurt in the second half and really wasn't able to go. So that was probably a factor in the game as well. But overall, I was just really proud of our kids for making the defensive adjustments at halftime to let us be more successful. What have you seen out of your team in the first four games that you've liked? Again, just their competitive spirit's really good. I think they want to be better. I mean, I think the last two years have been hard on a lot of kids in our program, not being where we're accustomed to being. I think, um, you know, just they, they want to be good. And there's a lot of things we don't know. We're pretty green in some spots. But they want to know. They want to learn. Our film sessions are really good. And so that's refreshing to be around. And, and so, I mean, one thing we got to see basketball-wise from our guys is through four games, our first halves defensively have not been very good. I mean, the second half, we've made adjustments and we've played much better. But we need to see them have a bigger, a bigger sense of urgency in the first half to lock into a scout and be focused on your closeouts and just have more urgency like the, like the first quarter is the fourth quarter because we've been getting up way too many points in the first half so far. I find out a lot about your team uh, this week. you got uh, the ball game tonight with St. Paul. You've got uh, Cross County coming up on Saturday, and you've got uh, Fillmore Central on uh, Friday night. So uh, a tough week for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got four games in this next calendar week because we have York the following Tuesday, and all four could go either way. Uh, it's really, really well-coached teams, and so uh, we've learned a lot in the first four, but I think we're going to learn a lot in these next four going into the holiday break. Um, and like you said, two rated teams this weekend, and then you know, Coach Ball brings St. Paul to town tonight, um, and Coach is a legend. I was lucky enough to coach with him when he was at Lincoln Northeast when I student taught there and kind of learned from him and coached against him when he's at Northwest forever here. And um, you know what you're going to get. Like, there's not a lot of secrets. You're going to get great man defense, great motion, and their kids are going to be really, really tough and physical and disciplined. So we'll have our hands full. So we, we've seen Chipper around uh, for the last uh, couple of years up at uh, Northwest. Is he bringing that style of basketball to a St. Paul now? Yep. And the scout, it looked like just GI Northwest in different uniforms. I mean, they're playing the exact same way, and that's a credit to, to Chip to come in right away. I'm in a new system and kind of put his imprint on it, and I think he's done that. Talk about to St. Paul, uh, what impressed you about the, this team as you get ready to go? Really athletic. I mean, really, really, really athletic. Uh, big and strong kids, uh, really rebound well, defend well. Um, Sam Wells is their best offensive player. I mean, he can shoot it from 25 feet. He's a kid that he could go 0 for 5, but he could go 5 for 5 just in a blink of an eye. And so you got to know where he's at all the time. What do you want to see out of your team tightness? Well, like I said earlier, I want to see more focus defensively in the first half. I want to see us get off to a good start defensively. Um, I want to see us continue to be what we've been offensively, where we're pretty versatile and we share it pretty well, take care of it pretty well. Um, we've got to develop some more ways to get the ball inside. Um, we've not been running a lot of sets or structure so far, just been playing a kind of free motion. Um, and it's, it's good. We have some talented kids, but I think as the games go on and we play, 
teams that scout more and more film, obviously we're going to have to get better at some of the actions we're trying to do offensively. But the biggest thing for me is just a sense of urgency defensively. I want to see that from the tip. Well, you're one of the, the few teams right now that's uh, really banged up uh, heading into whether well, it's week three of the, the season. But it's a good year because you got a lot of depth on this team. We do. I mean, we feel good about that. Um, you know, it's just when it rains, it pours. So, you know, any level of sports, any sport, if it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever, sometimes things kind of happen in a, in a spurt, and we kind of have a spurt of guys that are dinged up right now. And so, again, it's a blessing to have good kids in our program so we can lean on other guys. But it is difficult because you're trying to develop some continuity early in the season, and it's hard where this is the fifth game, and I think it's the fourth different starting lineup we're going to have, third or fourth at least. So that presents some challenges, but, again, we got good kids who want to learn, and they're doing the best they can. Probably a uh, program that's uh, looking forward maybe to the Christmas break for a while. Huh? Yeah, I mean, these four games are big as far as, you know, wins and losses, but obviously you just want to grow, and we got to get through it healthy so we can get some time to heal up before the holiday tournament. Thank you. Thank you. Jack Foster, head coach for Adams Central. Stick around. We'll have more on tonight's pregame show. You're listening to high school basketball tonight on Extreme Sports. Hastings College. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Stellig Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. It may be too cold to play a round of golf at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings, but you can still enjoy their newly remodeled clubhouse. Relax and enjoy your favorite beverages and catch all the sporting events on one of the big screen TVs. Plus, there's plenty of food available too, including pizza, appetizers, burgers, and a Philly cheesesteak. Be watching for other club activities throughout the winter. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for that special event. Call the clubhouse at 402-463-8006 or go online at southernhillshastings.com. The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings.
Hey everybody, I'm Tim Jones from Nebraska Community TV. And I'm Mike Will with Extreme Sports. And I'm Kelly Zubrod with Startover Rover. Together with Santa Claus, we've teamed up to bring our furry friends at Startover Rover a very Merry Christmas. We have placed donation boxes at six different locations in Hastings in Grand Island. They include Allen's of Hastings, Tractor Supply Company of Hastings, Bossman Energy of Grand Island, Big GA's Hardware, Hastings Vision Clinic, and Russell's Market. Startover Rover can use items such as Iams Dogs and Cat Food, Tidy Cat Cat Litter, and various cleaning products. Make sure you tell our sponsors thank you for their participation in the Worthy Claws for Paws events. Ho, ho, ho. Have a very Merry Christmas. Mike, Mike Well back here at Adams Central High School getting sent for the boys game here tonight between the uh, Patriots and the St. Paul Wildcats. Adams Central boys are 4-0 in this season. They picked up wins Already this year over Aurora and Lincoln Northwest. They beat Wood River. And they picked up a win last Friday night over Gothenburg. Winning by a score of 54-38. to St. Paul, they opened the season with a victory over Gibbon, 70-29. to Since then, they've lost a couple of games to Donovan Trumbull and to Wood River. Losing against the Cardinals, 64-43. to Losing to Wood River. 50 to 48. St. Paul is coached by a familiar soul here, Chip Ba. Chip Ba spent some time with the Bill Gabers as an assistant coach for the Hastings College men's basketball team. Chipper's in his 34th year of coaching, he tells me, as uh, he takes the job here at uh, St. Paul now. His career record is 300 wins and 297 losses. He's uh, coached at Lexington. He has coached at Omaha South. He has coached at Lincoln Northeast. He's coached at Millard North. He's coached at uh, Grand Island Northwest in addition to his assistant role with uh, Coach Gabers on the Hastings College staff. So he's taking over the uh, program here at St. Paul. Last year, the Cats, they finished 11-14. and 14. They lost in the district final to Wahoo. Lost to them by the score of 76 to 18. They lost to three starters off of that team. So Chipper says he's he's got some some building to do there. Talked to him a little while ago. He's got some uh, work to do there at St. Paul. But we'll see what happens as he returns to Hastings as the coach of the uh, St. Paul Wildcats here tonight. So St. Paul and uh, Adam Central getting ready to go here tonight in boys high school basketball. Strike up the band. We'll get you the uh, starting lineups here tonight. For St. Paul, it'll be Sam Wells getting a start as six foot two inch senior. Gage Sack is a six foot two inch junior. Zandon Weller is a five foot nine inch sophomore. Shane Kosmicki is a six foot one inch senior. And Chris Thomas is a six foot four inch senior getting the start tonight for St. Paul. For Adam Central, they'll go this way. Austin Bonds, a six-foot junior. Hunter Neppel, a six-foot eight-inch freshman. Decker Shaystack, a six-foot three-inch senior. Dylan Jensen, a six-foot three-inch senior. And Jaden Techmeyer, a six-foot senior, getting the start tonight for EC. (laughs) 
So Adam Central going to be dressed in their homestanding white uniforms here tonight, trimmed and lettered in blue. St. Paul will be in their blue jerseys here tonight with their gold trim and their white numerals. St. Paul will shoot to our basket to our left. We're ready to go. It's a boys' high school basketball after the Adams Central girls won the opener tonight over at St. Paul by the score of 55 to 38. As the Patriots, they go to 5 and 0 on the season in a girls' high school basketball. Adams Central will tip things off here, and the ball is in the air. St. Paul controls the opening tap. St. Paul brings the ball into the offensive end for the first time. Kosmicki has got the ball now to Weller. Weller comes over here to the left wing. That's a Kosmicki. Adam Central will start off with a, a zone. With a zone defense here in this ball game. Here's Weller at the top of the key. Comes over here to a Kosmicki on the wing. Now to Weller again. He'll try the right side. Wells has got the ball to a Weller. Bounce pass here. To a Cosmic, uh, Cosmic either is tossing the ball around the perimeter. There's a 1 3 1 zone defense. Wells has got it. Back out to the point. Here's uh, Zandon Weller to the wing again. That's going to be Cosmic. Now to Weller. Dribbles into the top of the key. Now to Wells. He'll crank up a three. His shot's going to be up there. No good. Battle for the rebound. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. The officials look and they give the ball back to St. Paul. So St. Paul will play things off on the far sideline. We played about a minute. We've had one possession here in this ball game. St. Paul still looking to find a shot here. There's a gauge sack as he touches the ball for the first time to Cosmicky. Now to Weller. Weller comes back to the left side to gauge sack with the ball. Sack drives it into the paint. And we got a traveling violation called there. Sack taking the ball in the hole there against Austin Bunce. It's Wilson for the traveling violation. First turnover on the, the St. Paul Wildcats in the opening period. Adam Central will come back the other way. About a minute and 15 seconds in the ball game. No score between Adam Central and St. Paul. Boys High School play tonight. Tegmeyer with the ball out here at the top of the key. Drives it down the right side of the lane toward the goal. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Offensive rebound. Nuppel his shot is up there and in, but it won't count. we got a foul before the shot. Foul underneath the hole here. Personal foul whistled here on the Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas for St. Paul. That's going to be his first foul. Team foul number one on the Cats. Adam Central plays things in. Here's a pass that's going to be thrown out of bounds. They threw it out of bounds over here on the right wing. Adam Central commits their first turnover of the ball game. So each team with a uh, turnover. Nobody's got points on the board yet. Chastak throws that ball right through the uh, fingertips of Jaden Tegmeyer. There's a pass that's going to be chipped and intercepted. Adam Central gets it back. Here's uh, Jansen for three. His shot's no good. Ball bounces up over the glass out of play. That'll be a St. Paul coming back the other direction. And now Chippers, he wants to call an early timeout here. Chip Baugh, the head coach for St. Paul, calls the early timeout. 6.04 to play. In the uh, first quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Adam Central, nothing. St. Paul, nothing. You're listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. 
phishing season. Bad actors are trolling your business emails, luring you and your employees to take the bait and steal your private information. Make sure your cybersecurity keeps your business from being the catch of the day. At Hamilton, cybersecurity is our business. We are experts at keeping your network and business information secure and off the hook. Contact Hamilton for a vulnerability assessment today. Hire your local experts. Hire Hamilton at hamiltonisbusiness.com. You are listening to Patriot Basketball on Extreme Sports. All right, back here at the Patriot Gym, still looking for our first points of the ball game here. We're over two minutes into the uh, contest here, St. Paul and Adams Central. Couple of turnovers here in the early seconds of this ball game. There's a stop from the free throw line put up there and in by Sam Wells. He's their leading scorer. Averaging about 12.3 points per ball game. He knocks one down there. He gives St. Paul the early 2-0 lead. There's a pass there. It's going to be deflected. It's brought down here by uh, St. Paul. The second straight turnover on Adam Central. Coming back a three-pointer thrown up there by Kosmicki. That one is an air ball. Rebound comes down to Adam Central. Running back the other way. Bonds gets it out here to a Nepple. Comes across the top now to Jensen. Jensen brings it back to Bonds. Just to the left side of the circle. Bonds gets it in the hands of Shaystack, takes it into the paint. His shot is off of the back iron, no good. Ball tapped out of there. Comes rolling into the backcourt. Adam Central picks her up. Dylan Jensen gets it down on the baseline there to Bonds. His pass is deflected. Nepple picks it up. He goes up and he's going to be fouled in the play. Not a lot of flow so far in this uh, ball game here tonight. Personal foul whistle there on uh, St. Paul. It's going to go on Wells. That's going to be his first. Team foul number one. Team foul number two. On to St. Paul. Here comes Tate McIntyre into the ball game. Here comes a Tristan Prop into the ball game now for AC. Four minutes and 52 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Two to nothing. St. Paul has got the lead. They'll play things in. Dylan Jensen has got the ball. Now here to Tate McIntyre. Now to Prop. Here's a Nepple with the ball. Nepple now to a Dylan Jensen behind the screen. Can't put up a shot. Goes over to Tegmeyer. Down in the corner to Prop. Out of Tegmeyer. Pass comes across the top to McIntyre. Drives it down the right side of the lane. The shot's going to be blocked out of bounds. Shane Kosmicki gets a block out of bounds there. And now uh, Zach Foster wants to call a timeout. All right, Zach Foster wants to talk things over. So each team has burned a timeout here in the first three and a half minutes. We'll take a break. 4.32 to play in the first quarter. St. Paul 2 Adam Central, nothing. You're listening to High School Basketball and Extreme When it comes to helping you protect what's important to you, you can trust the licensed independent insurance agents at Klein Insurance of Hastings. No matter what type of insurance you need, from auto to home to farm and crop, Klein Insurance will get it covered. They'll help you find the right policy for your specific situation. Klein Insurance has been in business since 1959 and is locally owned. Same-day quotes are available. At Klein Insurance, you'll get years of expertise, attention to detail, and exceptional customer service. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-463-1256. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. As we come back, Tate McIntyre getting a field goal there for Adam Central. The Patriots then force a turnover. 
Here's a long-range jumper from the outside by Dylan Jensen that won't go. In fact, an air ball that uh, goes out of bounds. And St. Paul will play things in. We're down to four minutes and five seconds to play in the first quarter. Adams Central 2, St. Paul 2. It's like a baseball game. It's like a baseball game. Each team with a couple of runs here early. Anyway, St. Paul will come back with the ball here. Levi Bader is going to uh, bring the ball up the floor. He's a transfer kid, we understand, from uh, Palmer High School. Now playing it to St. Paul. Here's a Sam Wells driving the ball down the lane. A bounce pass down low to Bader. Shots up there. It's good. And uh, it's going to be called for the steps. Traveling violation is called on the St. Paul. That's their third turnover here in the first quarter. Adam Central with two turnovers. Two to two the score. Adam Central and uh, St. Paul going out of here tonight in boys high school basketball. Patriots looking to go to 5-0 and on the season. Here's J.J. Foster into the ball game now for A.C. To Neppel. He drives the ball down the right side of the lane. He's called for the steps. Traveling violation on Adam Central. The Patriots stumbling out of the gates at best here in the first quarter. Tied up at two points apiece. Three minutes and 30 seconds to play. Here's a Chris Thomas with the ball. Thomas comes out here to Gage Sack. Over to Levi Bader. Here's a Schaefer driving the ball down the lane. His shot's going to be up there no good. Ball being swatted around. It's loose. It's picked up by Adam Central. Austin Bonson is headed to free throw line. And a foul is going to be called here on Gage Sack. Sack picks up his first personal foul. Here comes a McIntyre back into the ball game. Here comes Jensen back in for AC. Neppel comes in. Here comes a Jaden Tegmeyer into the ball game. 3-12 to play, first quarter. Adam Central 2, St. Paul 2. Adam Central playing things in. Jaden Tegmeyer has got the ball. St. Paul going to play a man-to-man defense here. Jaden Tegmeyer dribbles right side, and now he goes back the other way. Tegmeyer out near the uh, mid-court stripe here, just dribbling with the ball. Under three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Two to two is the score. Here's a Neppel with the ball. Lobs it here to McIntyre. Back out to Neppel for three. Shot good. Hunter Neppel throws up a, a three ball there for Adam Central. Five to two is the score. The freshman sensation for AC. Neppel averaging uh, about 15 points per ball game here. Adam Central's got an early 5-2 lead. There's a pass there. It's going to be mishandled. Picked up by Tegmeyer and a foul. It's going to be called here on this St. Paul. Foul here is going to go on Joel Schaefer. That's going to be his first. These two teams uh, saw each other quite a bit when they are both members of the Lou Platt Conference. St. Paul is still there. Adam Central has moved on to the, uh, Central, Con- uh, the Central Conference. But they still see each other quite a bit here during the basketball season including this early season regular season matchup here there's a McIntyre his shot from the baseline is up and in Tate McIntyre gets the field goal he's got four points in the ball game and it's now a 7-2 score Adam Central out to a five point lead here there's a Schaefer his shot for three is off of the back iron no good and now we got a foul on the rebound foul here's going to go on Adam Central Hunter Neppel picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. You're listening to high school basketball coverage tonight on Extreme Sports. 
Adam Central girls winning the first ball game tonight over St. Paul by the score of 55 to 38. St. Paul playing things in baseline left side underneath their own hole. Joel Schaefer has got it on the far sideline for the Wildcats. He throws the ball into the way. It's going to be mishandled there by Bader. Another turnover on St. Paul. Here come the Patriots back the other way. A three-pointer good. Decker Shaystack hits the uh, three-pointer. And the Patriots now out on top by a score of 10-2. Now uh, Chip Ball wants to call another timeout. Chippers wants to call another timeout as the Patriots have come back after a slow start. Now they've hit two three-pointers. Adam Central has got the lead. 1.35 to play here in the first quarter. Adam Central 10, St. Paul 2. You're listening to high school basketball on Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Cully Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the plumbing showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. As we come back, Sam Wells takes the ball and throws down a three-pointer from the right wing for the Cats. 10-5 is the score now. Adam Central has got the lead over St. Paul. Boys High School basketball action here tonight from the Patriots gym. Jaden Tegmeyer lobs the ball to Shea Stack down low on the right side. Here's uh, Jensen, Dylan Jensen with the ball. Out of Jack Troush, out here to Shea Stack. Left sideline down to a Tegmeyer, drives the ball to the elbow. Gives it to a Jensen, takes the ball down the lane to the goal. He goes up for the shot, and he's going to be fouled with the play. Foul here's going to go on to Shane Kosmicki. That's going to be his first foul. That's going to be team foul number five on the uh, Cats here in the uh, first quarter. So going to the free throw line will be Dylan Jensen for AC. His shot is up there. It's going to be good. Jensen averaging nine points, four rebounds per game. That's his first point tonight. That makes the score 11 to five. Adam Central with a lead over uh, St. Paul. Next shot is up there, good. Jensen is gonna check out. Brody Lutzkin comes into the uh, ball, ball game now, a uh, sophomore for AC. The score is 12 to 5. Adam Central is out on top after a slow start here tonight. There's the Cats with the ball back to their offensive end. A three-pointer by Wells. It's going to be no good. An air ball. Rebound comes down to Adam Central running back the other way. Dylan Jensen with the ball. They send her down in the corner. Here's a long-range jumper for three. That's going to be up there. No good by McIntyre. Offensive rebound inside, and the foul is going to be called. Gage Sack going to pick up the personal foul for St. Paul. That's going to be his second foul. And going to the free throw line for Adam Central will be Brody Lutzen. As Lutzen will go to the free throw line here. His first one is going to be up there and in. He'll get another one. Coming into the ball game now, Chris Thomas. Thomas comes in for St. Paul. Gage Sack checks out. 
In for Adam Central is going to be Jack Troush. Jaden Techmeyer will come to the bench. Luxon to the free throw line for his second one. It's something that's going to be short, no good. We got a whistle. And we got a personal foul called. Tate McIntyre for Adam Central is called for a foul. That's going to be his first. That's going to be team foul number two on Adam Central. 20 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Adam Central out on top by a score of 13 to 5. Here's Wells back down for a St. Paul. He's their leading scorer. Goes over on the wing to Cosmicki. Tries to return it back inside to Wells and threw it too far out of bounds. Five turnovers now in St. Paul. Coming out of the ball game for Adam Central will be Troush. Here comes uh, Hunter Nepple back into the ball game. The Patriots have 8.5 seconds to work here in the, uh, the first quarter. They'll roll the ball in here. Austin Voss will uh, pick things up, brings it across the midcourt stripe. Voss will fire up a, a three-pointer. Bingo! He finds his spot, dribbles to that spot, and throws down a three perfectly through the hole. Nothing but twine. And that's the way the uh, first quarter is going to end with Adam Central out on top by 11 points. He must have a little X out there, Gino. Must have a little X. This is where I want to fire up a three. And he dribbled right to that spot, and Austin Vance hits a tray at the end of the first quarter. One quarter in the books tonight, boys high school basketball. Adam Central 16, St. Paul 5. You're listening to high school basketball on Extreme Sports. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. Mike Will back here on Extreme Sports High School Basketball. Adam Central has got the lead over St. Paul after one quarter. It is 16-5, and the Patriots will have the opening possession here on the second quarter. So they hit the three-pointer right at the end of the first. Now they get the ball back here. Here's a Techmeyer with it. They go inside to a Dylan Jensen. Back down in the corner. Techmeyer's three is up there. No good. Jensen had the rebound. He lost it. Now the ball is loose. And it's picked up here by Levi Bader for St. Paul. Cats are down by 11. Early in the ball game, Bader has got the ball. Now to Schaefer over here on the uh, near side. Schaefer gets into the hands of Bader. Bader drives it down the right side of the lane to the goal, and this side's up there at him. That's the transfer from Palmer. Levi Bader getting the uh, field goal. That's his uh, first points of the ball game, 16-7 is the score. Adam Central with the lead. There's a pass down low. Tegmeyer with a fake, goes up with a shot, and he's hammered on the play. Tegmeyer knocked down after that uh, ball fake down there, just to the right of the goal. A foul here is going to go on St. Paul. It's going to go on Chris Thomas. Thomas picks up his second foul. Team foul number one on the Cats here in the second quarter. Going to the free throw line, Jaden Tegmeyer for an EC. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. Adam Central is a team. Putting in only 58% of their free throws so far this year. 
39% from three-point territory, 48% from the field. Adam Central averaging 59 points per ball game so far this season, 43.7 on the defensive end. Next shot is up there is going to be good by a Techmeyer, so he hits a couple of free throws. That makes the score now 18-7 in favor of Adam Central. As a St. Paul will come back with the ball here. Adam Central will pick up the catch as they bring it across the midcourt stripe. Adam Central now in a man-to-man defense. On the wing is Kosmicki. Comes out to a Wells. Wells dribbles it to the elbow. Here's a Schaefer with the ball. Back out on top now to Kosmicki. To Wells for a deep three. His shot is up there no good. Rebound comes out to Dylan Jensen. Jensen runs her back the other way. Neppel has got the ball. The Shea Stack down in the corner to Bonce. Brings it back to Shea Stack. High left side. Now to Neppel. Down low. Double team. Neppel goes up with a shot and scores. Hunter Neppel's second field goal of the ball game. He's got five points. Adam Central after a slow start. Now with a 20-7 lead here over St. Paul. The Cats throw up another air ball. St. Paul tries to save it. They can't get to it. It goes out of bounds. And Adam Central will come back the other way. St. Paul in the first quarter hit only two out of seven shots. That's 29%. Adam Central right at the 50% mark. They were five out of ten. Adam Central also 50% from three-point territory. Three out of six. St. Paul only one out of four. So the Cats not shooting the ball well against the AC's defense so far. Here's Jensen. Wheels in the lane. His shot no good. Down for the rebound and a foul. Jensen is going to be hit with a rebounding foul. Dylan Jensen hit with a foul. That's going to be his first. Team foul number two on the Patriots here in this quarter. Jensen comes out. Coming back into the ball game is going to be Tate McIntyre. 20-7 is the score. Adam Central has got the lead. St. Paul has got the ball back. Here's uh, Weller back into the ball game. Weller goes over to a Gage Sack who's back in there. Weller gets it back. Now to Wells driving down the left side of the lane and a foul is going to be called here on Austin Bonds. Bonds picks up his first team foul number three on uh, Adam Central here in this quarter. This will be a shooting situation though. Sam Wells will go to the free throw line in the active shooting here. He's got five points at three and a two, and now he adds a free throw to his total. He's now got six points, averages 12.3 on the season. Adam Central leading by a score of 20 to eight. Sam Wells will have one more, toes the mark. Shot is up there, shot is good. A couple of free throws, and now Chipper, he wants to call another timeout. A Chipper timeout here with five minutes and 50 seconds to play. St. Paul wants to talk things over. We'll take a break with a score. Adam Central 20, St. Paul 9. You're listening to high school basketball in extreme. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services. Or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. You are listening to Patriot Basketball on Xtreme Sports. Mm-hmm. 
Mike Will back here at the uh, Patriot Gym at Adams Central. 20-9 is the score. Patriots have the lead. The Adams Central girls, they won the first game tonight over St. Paul, winning by the score of 55-38. Adams Central led at halftime by 11, 35-24. Patriot girls are now 5-0 on the season. The Patriot boys trying to get there with a victory here tonight in this ball game against St. Paul. They got a 20-9 lead. There's a shot by McIntyre from the corner. His shot's going to be no good. Bound for the rebound. It is loose. Two players hit the deck. And a uh, jump ball is going to be called. Possession arrow pointing in favor of uh, St. Paul. So the Cats will get it. Zach was calling for the timeout. Patriots never got possession of the ball to grant him his wish for a timeout here. St. Paul will come back in the round pits of end. Sam Wells has got the ball. Cross-court pass goes over to a Kosmicki. Out here in the three-point territory. That's Weller with the ball to Kosmicki. He throws the ball into the backcourt, and it's going to be an over-and-back violation. Over-and-back violation on St. Paul. Turnover number six in the ball game on the Cats. Adam Central playing things in. Looks like baseline left side underneath their own bucket here. 5.07 to play in the second quarter. Neppel has got the ball. Out of the near sideline. That's Austin Bonsa get it inside to Neppel. Hunter goes for the hole and scores. Hunter Neppel scores. He's got seven in the ball game. 22 to nine now. Adam Central has got the lead. Zandon Weller has got it out here in three-point territory. Bounce pass to the near side to a Wells. Rainbow pass out on top. This is Kosmicki. Back down to Wells for three. Shot is up there. It's no good. In fact, he goes up over the glass out of play. And the Patriots will come back the other direction. Joel Schaefer comes into the ball game now for St. Paul. Going out is going to be a Shane Kosmicki. 4.37 to play here in the second quarter. 22-9. Adam Central has got the ball. Here comes a Jaden Tegmeyer. He comes into the forecourt, goes over to a Shea Stack. Back out to Tate McIntyre, comes across the top to a Hunter Neppel. Hunter brings it to the near side with a pass to a Dylan Jensen. Down to Shea Stack again, down to Neppel. Neppel on the far side, brings it up high on the block. Hands it away, Dylan Jensen. Neppel gets it back, now to Jensen again, now to Shea Stack. That's a Jensen, takes it to the elbow. Not even looking to throw up a shot here, just... Uh, Passing the ball around the perimeter. Here's a Jaden Tegmeyer on the wing on the right side. Tegmeyer has got the ball. He drives it in the free throw line. Knocks down a man, but a blocking foul is going to be called there on Sam Wells. Sam Wells is hit with a uh, blocking foul. That's going to be his second. Adam Central inbound the ball. Baseline left side underneath their old basket. They'll play things into Jensen. Out across the top to a Shea Stack. Here's a uh, Hunter Neppel again. Bounce pass to the right side of the lane. The Jensen back out to Neppel for three. Shot is up there, no good. McIntyre reaches for the rebound, but he's also going to reach for a personal foul. Tate McIntyre is hit with his second personal foul. Here comes a Tristan Prop into the ball game now. Shaystack is going to come out. 3.44 to play here in the second quarter. Have an odd ball game. We went several minutes and it was 2-2. Two now we're sitting at 22 to nine. Not a whole lot of action here in the past couple of minutes. St. Paul has got the ball. Sam Wells has got it. Jump pass over here to Schaefer. 
Schaefer dribbles behind his back as Adam Central is in this 1-3-1 zone defense. Wells from the top of the key knocks down a tray. Sam Wells has got 10 points in the ball game. He's got 10 of the 12 for St. Paul. The other one was a field goal by Levi Bader. There's a shot by Neppel off of the short right baseline. It's no good. Offensive rebound. Follows down is up and in. Jack Troush got the offensive board in the putback. 24-12. Patriots have uh, doubled the score here on St. Paul here in the first half. Weller has got it. Now to Schaefer. Schaefer cranks up a three-pointer shot. Circles the iron. No good. Rebound comes out of Jaden Tegmeyer. Tegmeyer runs her back the other way. Pulls up at the top of the key. Goes over to Jensen. Down to Tegmeyer. There's a prop with the ball in the wing. He drives it inside. Stops there. Comes out to Hunter Neppel. Cranks up a three. Shot good. Hunter Neppel now with 10 in the ball game. And the Patriots are out on top now by a score of 27-12 in this ball game. Here's a Weller with the ball. Now to Schaefer. On the wing, bounce pass goes down in the corner. That's a sack with the ball. Sack's going to drive it to the hole, and he's going to be hit on the play. And a foul is going to be called here on Adam Central. A couple of Patriots were there, and this is going to go on to Jaden Tegmeyer. That's going to be his first foul. Team foul number four on the Patriots here in this quarter. Sack is going to go to the free throw line. He was fouled in the act of shooting. Sack is averaging seven points per ball game. Is not scored so far in this one. 27 to 12 is the score. A 15-point lead here by Adam Central. A sack. We'll go to the free throw line. Throws it up there, and the shot is good. St. Paul now three and three on free throws tonight. Here comes Austin Bonson in the ball game. Jaden Tegmeyer will check out. So it's now a 27 to 13 ball game. Adam Central has got the lead. Here comes the second free throw by uh, Gage Sack. It is in the air. It is good. Sack hits a couple of free throws. It is now 27 to 14 in favor of the Patriots. Austin Bonce will come back with the ball here. Bonce behind a nipple screen. Gets it into the offensive zone. Leaves it for a Tristan Prop. He throws up a 15-footer. That one is off of the mark. No good. Offensive rebound. Trouse gets it back outside. A three-pointer by Bonce is good. An offensive board in the three-pointer by Austin Bunce. 30 to 14 is the score now. Now we've got a jump ball called here. As Wells came to a stop right at the free throw line. He was tied up in a play by Jack Troush. And the possession arrow is pointing in favor of Adam Central. That's a turnover on St. Paul. Seven turnovers on the Cats. 30 to 14. Adam Central has got the lead here in the second quarter. Bonce driving the ball on the rack. That one circles the iron. No good. Down for the rebound. Brought down here by Sam Wells. Wells winding his way back up the floor here. Right-handed dribble into the offensive zone. They go over there to a Schaefer. Schaefer now to a Levi Bader. Bader out here in the three-point territory. Bader goes to Joel Schaefer. He drives the ball into the paint. His left-handed shot is up there. No good. Rebound Hunter Neppel for Adam Central down the right sideline. Neppel, 200 pass to the far side. That's a Vance with the ball. Vance now to a Jack Troush. There's a Tristan Prop. Now right side to Dylan Jensen. His three-pointer is put up there and in. Dylan Jensen scores. And the Patriots now lead 33-14 to 14 over the uh, St. Paul Wildcats here in this one. Cosmicki with the ball on the far sideline. 
For St. Paul, now is Sam Wells, his three-pointer in the other end. That's off of the back iron, no good. Ball tapped around, picked up by Neppel. Neppel now to Austin Bunce. Into the forecourt, his pass is going to be deflected. The scramble is on. We got a foul call. It's going to go on Adam Central. It's going to go on Tristan Prop. Ball was deflected, and Prop was down scrambling for the ball. Picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his first. Now we're going to have two shots at the other end of the floor here. And going to the line is going to be Sam Wells. 38.6 seconds to play here in this uh, second quarter. It's 33-14. Adam Central has got the lead. The shot from the free throw line that's up there. Rattles out no good by Wells. Now 2-3 and from the line tonight. Here comes Gage Sack back into the ball game. Zandon Weller comes back in as well. Coming in for Adam Central is going to be a Jaden Tegmeyer. 38.6 seconds to play here. Second quarter, 33-14. Adam Central has got the lead. Next shot is up there good by Wells, so it's one out of two. 33-15. Adam Central comes back into the offensive end. Austin Bonds has got it. Bonds gives it away to a Tristan Prop. Out here to a Jaden Tegmeyer. Now to Bonds for three. That shot's going to be no good. Long rebound. It goes to the corner. It goes out of bounds. And the officials are going to give the ball to uh, St. Paul. Coming back in for Adam Central is going to be a Jack Troush and a Tate McIntyre. Also coming in for EC is going to be Brody Luxon. Now in 21 seconds to play here in this uh, second quarter. 33-15. Adam Central has got the lead. Weller has got the ball now to uh, Bader. Out here in the three-point territory. That's a sack with the ball. Gage Sack gets it in the hands of Sam Wells. And he's going to be fouling the play here by Trouch. Trouch picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. Wells is going to go to the free throw line. So Sam Wells, our leading scorer, back to the free throw line. His shot is up there, and that one falls off of the right side. No good. He's down three of five on free throws. Jensen coming back in. Austin Bonds coming back in. Shaystack back in. Hunter Neppel back in for the uh, Patriots. 6.1 seconds to play. Second quarter, next shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Shaysack with a rebound. Gets it to Austin Bonds down the far sideline. There's a Tegmeyer. He throws up a shot at the horn. That's going to be no good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play, uh, the first half of play. Adam Central with a lead here at halftime. It is Adam Central 33, St. Paul 15. You're listening to High School Basketball tonight on Extremes. It's fishing season. Bad actors are trolling your business emails, luring you and your employees to take the bait and steal your private information. Make sure your cybersecurity keeps your business from being the catch of the day. At Hamilton, cybersecurity is our business. We are experts at keeping your network and business information secure and off the hook. Contact Hamilton for a vulnerability assessment today. Hire your local experts. Hire Hamilton at hamiltonisbusiness.com. 
If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services. Or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. Hey, Hastings, looking for the best midweek pick-me-up? Look no further than Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. It's Wing Night Wednesday, where our wings are legendary, crispy, saucy, and just downright delicious. I'm telling you, Bullseye's wings are out of this world. Choose from a variety of mouth-watering flavors and let your taste buds take flight. Need something to quench your thirst? Buy a draft beer and you get to keep the glass. Gather your wing-loving crew and join us every Wednesday at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Because when it's hump day, we wing it. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. All right, back here at Adams Central. Halftime of the boys' ball game. The Patriots are out on top of uh, St. Paul. The score is 33-15. Adams Central led at the end of the first quarter. 16 to 5 after the two teams uh, both got off the slow starts tonight. We were at 2 to 2 well into the first quarter. The Patriots uh, got to a 16 to 5 lead after the first quarter. They lead here at halftime by the score of 33 to 15. Scoring so far in the ball game. So uh, for uh, St. Paul, Sam Wells is uh, leading the way. Wells is knocked down uh, three three pointers. Actually, a two three-pointers in the ball game, and he is three out of six from the free throw line. Wells has got 11 points in the game. Gage Sack has got a couple of free throws for two points, and Levi Bader, he's got a field goal for two. St. Paul is five out of eight from the free throw line here in the first half. Adam Central has got 10 points from Hunter Neppel. Neppel has hit. Let's see, he's hit uh, two three-pointers. He's got a couple of two-point field goals, so... Neppel has got 10 points here at halftime. Austin Bonsi hit two threes for six. Dylan Jensen has got a three-pointer. He's two for two from the free throw line for five. Tate McIntyre, he's got a couple of field goals for four points. Decker Shaystack has got a three-pointer for three. Jaden Techmeyer has got a couple of free throws for two points. Jack Troush, he's got a field goal for two. Adam Central. Four out of four from the free throw line here in the first half of play. Again, it's a 33-15 ball game. Adam Central with a lead over the uh, St. Paul Wildcats in boys' high school basketball. 
We'll have more after this. You're listening to High School Basketball and Extreme Sports. At Midwest, the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at midwestfarmmanagement.com. Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale, ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles using natural mine diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area sporting events and schools. Located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. Sustainable Seed Solutions is proud to support area athletic and academic competitors in South Central Nebraska. As your Bex Hybrids and Bravant Seeds representative, Sustainable Seed Solutions brings their value to you and your farm with seed. Honestly, all of us at Sustainable Seed Solutions wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We look forward to the 2024 growing season and sharing in your success. Visit SustainableSeedSolutions.com. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the game with Mike Will. All right, Adam Central has got the lead here at halftime, 33-15. Shooting numbers in the ball game. The Patriots hitting 44% here in the first half. They're 11 out of 25. Adam Central 5 out of 10 in the first quarter. 6 out of 15 in the second quarter. So Adam Central 11 out of 25 here at the break. St. Paul hitting just 27% from the floor. 2 out of 7 in the first quarter. 2 out of 8 in the second quarter. So they're 4 out of 15 at halftime. Three-pointers, the Patriots 6 out of 15, 40%. St. Paul just 2 out of 10, 20%. Rebounds, the Patriots have 12. St. Paul with three. Adam Central has got four offensive rebounds and eight on defense. St. Paul with no offensive rebounds. They've got three on defense. Patriots have got four turnovers in the basketball game. St. Paul, we've got them with eight turnovers. Three steals for Adam Central, no steals for St. Paul. Patriots with no blocked shots. St. Paul has got one blocked shot here in the first half. Adam Central, five out of six from the free throw line, 83%. St. Paul, five out of eight for 63%. Again, our score at halftime, 33-15. Adam Central with a lead here over the St. Paul Wildcats. More high school basketball later this week. Friday night, we'll be at the Chapman Gym at Hasting St. Cecilia. Hasting St. Cecilia and the uh, Sutton Mustangs and the Sutton Phillies going at it on the Friday night. The girls' game will be at 6, the boys' game at 7.30. On the air with the pregame show at 5.45 on Friday night. Then on Saturday, we're going to be at the Husker Hoops Heartland, or the Heartland Hoops Holiday Classic. That's going to be at Hastings College, Lynn Farrell Arena. 
We'll have the games involving the uh, Hastings schools. All three Hastings teams will be playing. One o'clock, Elkhorn North against Hastings St. Cecilia. 2.45, Cross County against Adams Central. And then at 6.15, Grand Island Senior High up against Hastings High. We'll have all three of those games for you on Extreme Sports. You can catch three other ones as well. If you want to join this up in person, Shelton against Osceola at 11.15. It'll be Grand Island Central Catholic against Central City at uh, 4.30. Omaha Ron Colley will play Donovan Trumbull in the nightcap at 8 o'clock with six games on tap for you on Saturday. The Heartland Hoops Holiday Classic. Tino Martinez and the gang putting that on. And uh, we'll be there with uh, three of the six games on uh, Saturday here on Extreme Sports. So it's 33-15. Adam Central has got the lead here. Over uh, St. Paul, we've got the second half coming up. You're listening to high school basketball tonight on Extreme. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K Ag Solutions and Seed Sales at 402-984-3035. It may be too cold to play a round of golf at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings, but you can still enjoy their newly remodeled clubhouse. Relax and enjoy your favorite beverages and catch all the sporting events on one of the big screen TVs. Plus, there's plenty of food available too, including pizza, appetizers, burgers, and a Philly cheesesteak. Be watching for other club activities throughout the winter. Don't forget to book the clubhouse for that special event. Call the clubhouse at 402-463-8006 or go online at southernhillshastings.com. You are listening to Patriot Basketball on Extreme Sports. All right, St. Paul with the opening possession here. The uh, second half, they go right to work, and they turn the ball over as they try to pound the ball inside. Adam Central... Uh, recovers the ball. St. Paul now with nine turnovers in the ball game. Adam Central has got a 33-15 lead. The Patriots going to turn the ball away. They trying to jam the ball inside back to the other end. It sounds up there and in. Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas scoring for uh, St. Paul. It's now a 33-17 ball game. Patriots again back-to-back turnovers. Grabbing the ball and running back the other way. Kosmicki and he misses on the uh, driving layup. Rebound comes down to Adam Central. The Patriots have the ball. Two possessions and a couple of turnovers here on AC. Dylan Jensen with the ball. On the wing on the left side. Drives it inside. Throws it down in the corner to Bonds. His shot for three is up there. No good. Neppel with the rebound. Follow good. Hunter Neppel gets the offensive board and the putback. He's got 12 points in the ball game. Patriots now leading by a score of 35-17. to 17. Adam Central looking to go to 5-0 on the season here. There's a pass out on top. Weller has got the ball out near the uh, 10-second line. Goes to the far sideline to a Kosmicki. Robs it down in the corner to Wells. He is double-teamed down there. 
Rainbow pass comes out to the top of the key to Weller. Now inside to Thomas. He spins. His shot is up there. No good. Ball is loose on a baseline. It goes out of bounds. It's going to be St. Paul ball. Wild Council playing things in. Baseline left side underneath their own hole here. 6.06 to play third quarter. 35-17. Adam Central with the lead. Inbound the ball to Thomas. He gets it to Wells and he buries a three. Sam Wells buries a three right in front of the uh, St. Paul bench. Wells now with 14 points in the ball game, 35 to 20. Adam Central has got the lead. Patriots have the ball. Shea Stack has got it. Free throw line extended left side. Out to Jensen. Here's uh, Tegmeyer with the ball. Dribbles inside the free throw circle. The Shea Stack, he throws it inside right through the fingertips of Hunter Neppel out of bounds. Patriots now with seven turnovers here in the ballgame. Here comes a Shea Stack out of the ballgame. Coming back in for Adam Central is going to be Tate McIntyre. 5.39 to play. It's not been a thing of beauty here tonight for either team. 15-point lead, though, for the Patriots at 35-20. to 20. Adam Central is in their zone. There's Sam Wells with the ball. Now out to a Weller. Weller throws the ball over the head of Sam Wells out of bounds. Ten turnovers on the St. Paul. We've got seven turnovers on Adams Central. 5.22 to play here in the third quarter. 35 to 20 is the score. Adams Central has got a 15-point lead. Austin Bonds with the ball. Now to Tate McIntyre. There's Hunter Nuppel at the top of the key. He's going to move it on the dribble to the right side. Austin Bonds has got it. Now to Dylan Jensen. Here's Tegmeyer. Bombs it inside again to Nepple. He's double teamed. Nice pass underneath. The shot is no good. Tate McIntyre misses on the reverse layup. And the rebound comes down to St. Paul. Weller has got it back in the offensive zone. The Wells for three. Shot is an air ball. It goes out of bounds. And it's going to be Adam Central ball. Patriots will uh, play things in back here with 4.51 to play in the third quarter. Nepple comes out of the ball game. Here comes Jack Troush back in there. Here comes... Uh, Levi Bader in for St. Paul. Also coming in will be Joel Schaefer. Four fifty-one to play here in the third quarter. Adam Central protecting a thirty-five to twenty lead here in this one. Jensen drives the ball toward the rack, and he's going to be fouled in the play as he goes up for the shot. Jensen will go to the free throw line. Foul goes on Joel Schaefer. That's going to be his second. So Dylan Jensen goes to the line. He's got five points in the ball game. Two out of two from the line tonight. Shot is up there, and the shot is no good. Off of the right side. He'll get one more. Dylan Jensen averaging nine points and about four rebounds per game. Next shot is up there, good. It's one out of two for the free throw line. It's now a 36-20 score. Adam Central with a 16-point lead. Here's a Schaefer with the ball to Weller. Brings it back to a Schaefer on the wing, down in the corner. Levi Bader, his return pass is nearly intercepted, but losing the ball out of his hands is Jack Troush. Troush had it right in his mitts and then uh, lost it out of bounds. St. Paul plays things in, baseline left side underneath their own basket. Sack will look to play things in. The ball's going to be tipped away. Picked up here by Bader, though. Levi Bader with the ball deep in the right corner. Bader gets it out here to a Weller. St. Paul spreads the floor here. Weller 
Now to uh, Sam Wells. Bounce pass comes over here to Levi Bader. Bader now to uh, Joel Schaefer. Out here to Bader, top of the key, three-pointer good. Levi Bader hits his second field goal of the ball game. This one a three-pointer. He's got five points in the ball game. Driving the ball in the basket there is uh, going to be Tate McIntyre. It won't go, but the ball is last out of bounds by Sam Wells. And Adam Central playing things in. 36-23 is the score. Adam Central has got a 13-point lead. Chase Stack back into the ball game. Here comes uh, Neppel back in. Here comes uh, Tristan Prop in now for head coach Zach Foster. 36-23, a 13-point lead. Adam Central with the ball, and here's a foul that's going to be called. It's going to go on the Gage Sack. He was going for a steal out here in three-point territory. He picks up a personal foul for his efforts. That's going to be his third. Adam Central playing things in off of the near sideline. 36-23. Patriots leading by 13. There's a McIntyre with the ball. There's a pass mishandled there by Jack Troush. The ball is loose. Bader has got it. Now we've got a timeout called here by uh, St. Paul. All right, we're going to call a timeout here from uh, St. Paul here. We'll uh, take a break with 3.40 to play in the uh, third quarter. Adam Central 36, St. Paul 23. You're listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. will be a slam dunk this holiday season. Gifts in every price range. Sterling silver, diamond simulated, necklace and earrings all around $100. Colored gemstone rings, large selection of men's stainless steel jewelry, lab-grown diamond earrings. These are just a few options for making this holiday season a winner. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area basketball teams this season. Good luck to all the area teams. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings. You are listening to Patriot Basketball on Extreme Sports. Mike Will back here on Extreme Sports with the Patriots Gym and Adam Central. Adam Central, after they got rolling tonight, they got into a 16-5 first quarter lead, led 33-15 at halftime. It's 36-23. Adam Central in control of the contest, but like we said, it's not been a thing of uh, beauty here tonight for either team. St. Paul's going to inbound the ball here. Sam Wells has got it. Adam Central now pressuring here in backcourt, maybe trying to pick up the pace of this ball game a little bit. Sam Wells drives it. He gets it to Bader. He signs up there and in. Levi Bader scores on the assist from Sam Wells. Bader's now gets seven points in the ball game. St. Paul's back to within 11, 36 to 25. There's Decker Shastak with the ball. Now to take McIntyre at the free throw line, gives it away. Tristan Prop takes it to the elbow, left side of the lane. Gives it to Hunter Neppel now. He's going to drive it down the lane. His one-hander is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to uh, Joel Schaefer. Schaefer takes it to the far sideline to Wells. He stops, throws up a three. His shot barely draws iron. Bader with a rebound. Bader back out on top. Schaefer's going to take a three. His shot's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to Tate McIntyre for Adam Central. McIntyre down to a Jack Troush. And now Zach Foster wants to call a timeout. As St. Paul has cut the Adam Central lead down to 11 points here. Two minutes and 45 seconds to play. In the third quarter, we'll take a break with the score. Adam Central, 36, 
St. Paul 25. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossom Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy Companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Welcome back to Extreme Sports. All right, Adam Central holding on to an 11-point lead here, 36-25. Patriots have the ball in their offensive end. Tegmeyer goes inside to Hunter Neppel. His shot in the paint is going to be no good. Tip try no good. Gets his own rebound, goes back up, and he's fouling the play. Hunter Neppel will go to the free throw line, fouling the play here by Zandon Weller. That's going to be his first foul. Team foul number three on the Wildcats here in this third quarter. Hunter Neppel. Goes to the free throw line here for the uh, Patriots. His shot is up there, and the shot is good. That's the first free, uh, free throw of the night for Hunter. He's got 13 points in the ball game. Hunter Neppel will have uh, one more shot here. Hunter's toss is up there. That one hits the front iron, hits the back iron, and down through the hole. Hunter Neppel now with 14 in the game. The Adams Central lead is back up to... 13 points at 38 to 25. There's Wells with the ball for St. Paul. He gets it to a Weller. Now to Schaefer. His pass inside goes to Bader. Bounces off with defender. Comes out to Weller. Top of the key is three pointers. Off the mark, no good. Goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Adam Central ball. So a three pointer thrown up there. An air ball by Zandon Weller. Adam Central will come back the other direction. 2.07 to play, third quarter. 38-25, the Patriots have the lead. Here's Austin Vance back in the ballgame now for the Patriots. They get it to the right side. Back up to Tegmeyer. There's a Vance with the ball on the wing. Over to Jaden Tegmeyer. It's a man-to-man defense here for St. Paul. Shea Stack has got it. Now to Dylan Jensen. Takes it into the paint. Now to Tegmeyer. Drives it between a couple of defenders. Goes up for the shot. The jump ball is going to be called. Tegmeyer drove it into traffic there, and St. Paul ties him up. The jump ball was called. Arrow pointing in favor of the Patriots, though. Adam Central playing things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket with 144. They'll play here in the third quarter. 38-25 to 25 is the score. Adam Central has got the lead here. Patriots will play things in. Hunter Neppel as they got the ball. Neppel gets it to Austin Vance around the screen. Moves it to the elbow right side of the lane. There's a Dylan Jensen with it now to Shea Stack. He drives it. Now to Austin Bonds for three. Shot is up there. No good. Ball being tossed around. Battered around. Finally picked up by Sam Wells. He leads her back the other way. His runner down the left side of the lane is no good. Shea Stack with a rebound. Now to a Hunter Neppel. 
Big guy brings it up himself down the uh, near sideline. Right-handed dribble. Now to Austin Bonds. He drives it inside. His shot no good. The ball tapped out. Picked up by Schaefer of St. Paul. And then he lost the ball out of bounds. Well, St. Paul had it. They lost it right under the uh, Patriot bench. 109 to play here in the third quarter. It's 38 to uh, 25. Adam Central only one out of ten on free throw. One out of ten from the field so far here in this uh, third quarter. St. Paul not much better. 38 to 25 is the score. Patriots are out on top. Here's Austin Vance with it on the wing on the right side. Hunter Neppel has got it. Now left side, Jaden Tegmeyer. Jaden Tegmeyer bounce pass inside to Neppel, and there's a holding call inside. That's going to go on Sam Wells of St. Paul. That's going to be his third. Three fouls now on uh, Sam. It's going to be team foul number four on St. Paul, so no free throws here. St. Paul is going to inbound the ball, baseline right side. Underneath their own basket, Neppel has got it. He tosses the ball on the other side of the lane to Jensen. He's going to be fouled into play. Jensen is fouled into play here. Jones going to go to the free throw line. Personal is going to be whistled on Thomas. That's going to be his third. Going to the line, Dylan Jensen. His shot is up there. That one dances around the iron and goes down through the hole. He's down four out of five from the line tonight. He's got seven points in the ball game. Neppel comes out. Here comes uh, Jack Troush back in. 45 seconds to go. Here in the third quarter. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Jensen. Boss is going to come out of the ball game. Shea Stack back in. Patriots now have a 15-point lead again. 40 to 25. Weller's got the ball for St. Paul. Now to Kosmicki on the far sideline. Adam Central stretching out this 1-3-1 zone defense. Cross-court pass comes over here to Schaefer. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted there by McIntyre. Guy shoots and scores. Tate McIntyre with the interception, and he scores on the other end. He's got six points in the ballgame. It's now a 42-25 contest. Adam Central with the lead. There's a Kosmicki out here in three-point territory. Down to a Weller. Weller dribbles it to the top of the key. He's double teamed. Throws it back out to Kosmicki. Brings it back to a Weller. Weller drives it inside and a foul. He's going to be called here with two seconds to play. It's going to go on to Tegmeyer. Jaden picks up his second personal foul. That's going to be team foul number two on the Patriots. No free throws here. Sam Wells coming back into the ball game. Weller is going to check out. St. Paul will play things in. Baseline left side underneath their own hole here. They try to play it into Bader. He grabs the ball and signs up there. It's no good. Too strong. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. Adam Central with the lead after three. Patriots 42 and the Wildcats 25. You're listening to high school basketball tonight on Extremes. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers. A strong member of the communities we serve and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossom Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. 
With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossima Energy Companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. TLC Vet Care is pleased to serve Hastings and the surrounding area. The goal at TLC Vet Care is to provide you and your pets with the best veterinary experience possible. Everything from dentistry to surgery. They can also do x-rays, microchipping, vaccinations, wellness checks, nutritional counseling, behavior management, parasite prevention, spay, and neuter. Let Dr. Tammy Craig and Dr. Katherine Kasten take care of your pets. Give them a call at 402-463-2899 or stop in to see them at 512 Eastside Boulevard in Hastings. We are here for you and your pet. TLC Vet Care of Hastings. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. Let's get back to the game with Mike Will. As we come back in the fourth quarter, Wells throws up a three-pointer that won't go. Adam Central with a rebound. Patriots come back the other direction. Adam Central is the lead here, 42-25, driving down the lane. His shot is up there, no good by Tegmeyer. Gets his own rebound, goes back up and scores. That's the first field goal of the night for Jaden Tegmeyer. He's got a couple of free throws in the ballgame. He's got four points. Adam Central now leading by 19 here to begin the uh, fourth quarter, starting to put this ball game away here. There's a Wells with the ball deep in the right corner. Bounce pass comes inside. The ball deflected away from Bader. Out of bounds. There's going to be St. Paul inbounding the ball. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. Cosmicky will have to get things in. They get it to uh, Thomas, but he mishandles the ball. But it's picked up on the far sideline over there. By a Weller for St. Paul. He keeps the ball alive here. Joe, uh, Sam Wells has got it out here near the 10-second line. Down to a Weller on the wing on the right side. Weller behind the screen. Weller throws it to the uh, top of the key now to Kosmicki. Over on the left side to Weller. Takes it to the free throw line. There's a shot by Sack that's going to be no good. Rebound comes out to Adam Central. Dylan Jensen now to Tegmeyer to Jensen for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to St. Paul's Chris Thomas. Thomas is going to give the ball away. There's a Weller. Now to Sam Wells as he drives the ball down the lane. And a foul is going to be called here on Jack Troush of Adam Central. Second foul on Troush. Team foul number one on the uh, Patriots here in the fourth quarter. 6-19 to play. Patriots leading by a score of 44-25. Here's Wells. He drives it. It's going to be partially deflected. And a foul is going to be called here. Wells taking the ball right to the hole, and a foul is going to be called on Jensen. That's going to be his second. Going to the free throw line will be Sam Wells for St. Paul. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. He's now three out of seven for the free throw line tonight. Sam Wells has got 14 points in the ballgame. 44-25. Next shot is up there. That one dances off of the rim. No good. Down for the rebound, brought down here by Sack. He goes up and scores. Gage Sack. Al duels a uh, Patriot there for the uh, loose ball, and Gage Sack gets the uh, offensive board and the putback. Hunter Neppel's shot is no good. Offensive rebound, follow shot, good. Jack Troush right there for the offensive board, and he puts it up there right-handed and scores. 
He's got four points in the ball game, 46 to 27. Adam Central with the lead now with 5:45 to go here in this ball game. Shane Kosmicki jump pass to the far side to Wells. He mishandles the ball and is loose. As he'll be picked up here by Adam Central. Turnover number 12 in the ball game for the Wildcats. Here's a Jensen at the other end. A shot good. Dylan Jensen he scores. Jensen now with 10 points in the ball game. That's his second field goal. Patriots now lead by 21, 48 to a 27. Here's Austin Bons with the ball. Bons gets it down to uh, a check down. That's going to be uh, Weller with the ball. Weller now to Sam Wells. Wells jump pass inside to Thomas. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good, but he's fouling the play. So they're working inside to a Chris Thomas. But he was fouling the play here as he goes up for the shot. Looks like uh, Nepple is going to be the uh, guilty party here. Hunter picks up his second personal foul. Team foul number three on the Patriots. Non-shooting situation. It'll be St. Paul inbounding the ball. Inbounds pass. It's going to be deflected away here from Weller. It's picked up by Adam Central at the other end. McIntyre drives a shot. No good. Shaystack with a rebound. Follow shot. Tipped out of his hands. Ball is loose. It goes out of bounds. And another foul is going to be called. Foul here is going to go on... Uh, Let's see, it's going to go on, on who? Official scores, they don't even know. Is that an Adam Central foul or what? We're at 4.53. It's going to be a foul on the Adam Central. It's going to go on to Austin Vance. That's going to be his fourth foul. All right, so we've got to 4.53, the play here in the uh, basketball game. We'll take a break with a score. Adam Central 48, St. Paul 27. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Coley Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the Plumbing Showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. Hi, Mike Will back here on Extreme Sports. Adam Central basketball for you tonight. Patriot girls, they won the opener to go to 5-0 on the season. Adam Central boys trying to duplicate that here in the nightcap. They've got a 21-point lead, 48-27 over St. Paul. Adam Central is going to inbound the ball here. The last foul went on to St. Paul and not Adam Central, so the Patriots have the ball back here. Tate McIntyre lobs it inside. That's going to be... Right through the fingertips of a Hunter Nepple. Turnover on Adam Central. That's their eighth of the ball game. Adam Central in the third quarter. Are you kidding me? Two out of eleven. Two out of eleven in the third quarter. Eighteen percent. St. Paul not much better. Four out of twelve. Thirty-three percent. Patriots are hitting thirty-six percent for the ball game. St. Paul hitting only thirty percent. Ugly game here tonight. Forty-eight to twenty-seven. Adam Central has got a 21-point lead. There's Thomas with the ball. 
Right side of the lane, he is hit on the play and a foul. is going to be called here on the Shaystack. Decker Shaystack picks up his first personal foul. Adam Central in three pointers in the third quarter. They were 0 for 1. St. Paul 2 out of 6. 420 to play. 48 to 27. Bader with the ball now for St. Paul. Moves it to the free throw line. Trying to put a move on. Dumps it down low to Thomas. Out to Bader in the corner. His shot is up there. No good. And the ball recovered here by J.J. Foster. For Adam Central who's into the ball game. Here come the Patriots back the other way. This is Jack Troush with the ball. Now to Tristan Prop. Over to J.J. Foster on the wing. Tate McIntyre out here in three-point territory. Works against the man-to-man defense here for St. Paul. Jack Troush. Now to Tristan Prop. Dribbles inside the free throw circle. Gets it away. Driving. And now we got a scramble on. We got a jump ball called. Brody Luxon was uh, driving the ball in the hole there. And the ball tipped away. Scramble is on. Jump ball in favor of Adam Central. So the Patriots will inbound the ball. Baseline right side underneath their own hole here. J.J. Foster will play things in to Tristan Prop for three. Shot is up there. That one is no good. And the rebound comes down here to uh, Weller for uh, St. Paul. And he throws the ball away. Weller trying to get it to uh, Schaefer. They weren't on the same page. They threw the ball away. Turnover number 13 in the ball game for St. Paul. Three minutes and 31 seconds to play. Adam Central is uh, out on top of this ball game by 21. It is 48 to 27. In the ball game now for Adam Central, we're going to see uh, Cohen Raider. Raider, a six foot three inch freshman, and come into the uh, ball game now for AC. Head coach Zach Foster starts to empty the bench here. JJ Foster with the ball. Foster bounce pass. Goes inside to Raider. Back out here to J.J. Foster. Comes across the top to Tristan Prop. Dribbles it into the paint. Jump pass comes back out here to Raider. Now to a J.J. Foster. On the baseline. Now they bring it back out top of the key. A three-pointer good. That's Will Fago Knocking down a three-pointer from the top of the key. Will Fago hits the three-pointer. Adam Central now leading 51 to uh, 27 here in the fourth quarter. There's a ball that's going to be taken away again by Adam Central. Turnover number 14 in the ball game now for the, the Wildcats. Raider has got the ball. Comes over here. There's a Foster win inside the free throw circle. Now to a Luxon. Now between the rings again. That's going to be a Tristan Prop with the ball. Now they get it to a Raider being pressured out here near the 10 second line. Raider gets it into control, and now he's going to be fouled into play by a Joel Schaefer of St. Paul. Schaefer picks up his third. And now uh, Adam Central wants to call a timeout here. Two minutes and 20 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. We've got a timeout. The Patriots have the lead. Adam Central 51, St. Paul 27. You're listening to high school basketball. On a- When it comes to helping you protect what's important to you, you can trust the licensed independent insurance agents at Klein Insurance of Hastings. No matter what type of insurance you need, from auto to home, to farm and crop, Klein Insurance will get it covered. They'll help you find the right policy for your specific situation. Klein Insurance has been in business since 1959 and is locally owned. Same day quotes are available. At Klein Insurance, you'll get years of expertise, attention to detail, 
and exceptional customer service. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-463-1256. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. As we come back, Brandon Wiseman gets a, a field goal there for uh, Adam Central. Brings a cheer from the crowd on the far side. That makes the score 53-27. to St. Paul takes a, a quick shot at the other end. And it's going to be out of bounds, and the Patriots will come back the other way. So Brandon Wiseman... A six-foot-two-inch senior gets the field goal for Adam Central last time down the floor, which ignites the fans here. In fact, he's got the ball back here. Why not shoot her again? Lobber back inside. A shot is up there. It's going to be uh, no good. That one missed there by a will for goal. And the rebound comes down here to uh, St. Paul. A minute and 44 seconds to play. Here in this one is 53-27. Adam Central is uh, trailing here in the ball game. There's a pass inside, and a shot off of the glass is going to be no good there by... Uh, Braden Hazen, ball is loose in the lane here, it's picked up by Adam Central Patriots runner back the other way down the far sideline, here's a long three, it's put up there and in Raider Cohen Raider hits a, a three ball there for Adam Central, that makes the score 56-27 to here's a Kyler Sack with the ball now for St. Paul he loses the ball out of bounds turnover on the Cats well, Chippers, he has some work to do. The head coach for the uh, St. Paul Wildcats coming in to uh, take the job up there at St. Paul in his first season. 56-27 to 27 is the score. Adam Central has got the lead here in this ballgame. Raider takes the handoff from Fagot, drives it down the left side of the lane all the way to the baseline. Double dribble violation. Double dribble violation there on uh, Cohen Raider. A turnover there on the Patriots. That's their ninth of the ballgame. Under a minute to play, 56-27 to 27 is the score. Adam Central has got the lead here in this one. There's a St. Paul with the ball. They're going to force up a shot. It's going to be no good there by Kyler Sack. Battle for the rebound. Sack grabs it. His shot no good, but he's fouling the play. Kyler Sack will go to the free throw line. Now there's going to be called on Brody Luxon for Adam Central. So Kyler Sack to the free throw line here for... The Cats with 42 seconds to play. Shot is up there good. Tyler's sack will get one more. Don't forget St. Cecilia and Sutton coming up on Friday. You're on Extreme Sports, 5.45 airtime. 6 o'clock for the girls game, 7.30 for the boys. We'll have the action right here on Extreme Sports. Tyler sack hits the uh, second free throw. It's now 56-29. to 29. There's a long-range jumper from the outside. It's going to be... No good there by Wiseman. Wiseman throws up a three. Here comes Kyler Sack with the ball now for St. Paul. He drives it into the lane, puts a man in the air, goes up with a shot, in and out, no good. Ball rebounded here by Wiseman. His outlet pass is intercepted. Intercepted by Sack. He gets it out on top for three. It's going to be short, no good. Ball kept in play here. Wiseman grabs the ball. Wiseman now to a J.J. Foster. Seven seconds to play in the ball game. The stop sign comes up. Lutzkin is going to hang on to the ball. That's going to be your final, 56-29. to Adam Central is going to win it here tonight over St. Paul. So the Patriots, they will go to five wins and no losses on the season. And they'll get ready to play uh, Fillmore Central 
coming up on uh, Friday night, Fillmore Central. They're also undefeated on the season going into a game tonight. So that could be a battle of the unbeatens on uh, Friday night as the Patriots play into Fillmore Central and their next ball game. So after a slow start, the Patriots put the St. Paul Wildcats away. It's uh, Adam Central 56, St. Paul 29. Back with the final numbers after this. You're listening to High School Basketball and Extreme Sports. When it comes to helping you protect what's important to you, you can trust the licensed independent insurance agents at Klein Insurance of Hastings. No matter what type of insurance you need, from auto to home, to farm and crop, Klein Insurance will get it covered. They'll help you find the right policy for your specific situation. Klein Insurance has been in business since 1959 and is locally owned. Same day quotes are available. At Klein Insurance, you'll get years of expertise, attention to detail, and exceptional customer service. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Call 402-463-1256. It's fishing season. Bad actors are trolling your business emails, luring you and your employees to take the bait and steal your private information. Make sure your cybersecurity keeps your business from being the catch of the day. At Hamilton, cybersecurity is our business. We are experts at keeping your network and business information secure and off the hook. Contact Hamilton for a vulnerability assessment today. Hire your local experts. Hire Hamilton at hamiltonisbusiness.com. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. You are listening to High School Basketball on Xtreme Sports. All right, Mike Will back here at uh, Patriots Gym. Adam Central wins it tonight to go to 5-0 in the season. Patriots knock off St. Paul by the score of 56-29. Adam Central got off to a slow start, although they led 16-5 at the end of the first quarter. 33-15 at halftime, 42-25 at the end of three. Patriots win by the score of 56-29. Patriots getting uh, 14 points tonight from uh, Hunter Neppel. 10 points from uh, Dylan Jensen. So a couple of guys in uh, double figures. Austin Vance came up with six points. Tate McIntyre had uh, six points. Four for Jaden Tegmeyer. Four points for Jack Troush. He had three points from Ducker Shaystack. Two points for uh, Brandon Wiseman. Uh, Brody Luxon got in the ball game. Had a 
free throw for one. Wilf will go hit a three-pointer for three. And also uh, scoring was a Cohen Raider as he hit a, a three-pointer for uh, three points in the ball game tonight. But Adams Central, they win by the score of 56-29. to 29. Not a thing of beauty here tonight out of either team. As uh, the Patriots turned the ball over about nine times in the ballgame. We had St. Paul with 15 unofficially. Wait for the uh, final numbers to come up to us. But Adam Central wins it 56-29 over St. Paul tonight. We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to High School Basketball on Extreme. If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services. Or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308-203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. Hey, Hastings, looking for the best midweek pick-me-up? Look no further than Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. It's Wing Night Wednesday, where our wings are legendary, crispy, saucy, and just downright delicious. I'm telling you, Bullseye's wings are out of this world. Choose from a variety of mouth-watering flavors and let your taste buds take flight. Need something to quench your thirst? Buy a draft beer and you get to keep the glass. Gather your wing-loving crew and join us every Wednesday at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Because when it's hump day... We wing it. At Midwest Farm Management, often the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at midwestfarmmanagement.com. You are listening to High School Basketball on Extreme Sports. So Adam Central wins it tonight, 56-29 over St. Paul. Final numbers in the ball game. The Patriots did end up shooting at 38% from the floor tonight. Oh, they were 32% in the second half. They ended up shooting 19 out of 50 from the floor. 38%. St. Paul was 9 out of 36 for 25%. Patriots on the three-pointers, 8 out of 22. That is 36%. St. Paul, 4 out of 19. That is 21%. The rebounds, Adam Central had 27. St. Paul had 12. Patriots had 10 offensive rebounds, 17 on defense. St. Paul had 2 offensive rebounds and 10 on defense. 9 turnovers for Adam Central, 14 for St. Paul. Adam Central had seven steals. St. Paul had three. No block shots for Adam Central and one block shot for uh, the Cats. From the free throw line, the Patriots were 10 out of 12. That is 83%. Uh, the Wildcats were 7 out of 12 for 58%. But Adam Central, they win it tonight over uh, St. Paul 56-29. to 29. They've got Fillmore Central coming up uh, 
on Friday night at Fillmore Central, and then Saturday they'll play in the uh, Hastings College tournament there at Linfernal Arena, one of the ball games that we'll have on the Saturday afternoon here on Extreme Sports. Friday night, Hastings St. Cecilia and Sutton from the uh, Chapman Gym. Airtime 5.45 for the pregame show. 6 o'clock for the girls game, 7.30 for the boys game. We'll have the action here on Extreme Sports. For Gene Shaw, I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happened. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For less than a dollar a day with no other costs, you can get... If you are looking for screen printing or embroidery work, turn to the experts at Protein Design of Grand Island. They have over 19 years of experience and are locally owned. The staff at Protein Design can create that shirt for your special event with custom screen printing services. Or get some custom embroidery on your clothing, hats, bags, or other accessories. At Protein Design of Grand Island, you can get the uniforms for your high school or college sports teams too. Get a quote by simply going to the website at ProteinDesign.com or by calling 308 308- 203-4044. There's in-store pickup and delivery available. Protein Design, 2716 Old Fair Road in Grand Island. You are locked into extreme sports. Thank you! Learn more about how No Kid Hungry is helping end child hunger in America at helpnokidhungry.org. This is Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow. Dak Prescott's right on schedule. We'll talk about it here on Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow, all across Sports Map Radio. Open the show talking about the Miami Dolphins and how they might not have answered the question they wanted to last night, but they did answer a separate question. And that's the question of which piece is most valuable to that operation. We know. It is Tyreek Hill. More so than Tua at this point. But the other game last night was also the Giants and the Packers. And I find it interesting that a lot of the conversations are about Jordan Love. And how Jordan Love was a bit of a disappointment. Or how we have to cool it on the Jordan Love talk after he had a few good games prior. But I think that's uh, missing the forest for the trees. Because Jordan Love led the Packers down the field last night for the game-winning drive. And when they went for the two-point conversion, they did take the football out of his hands. It wasn't necessarily his fault. But Jordan Love put the Packers in position to win that game on the road. And I know they were favored by six, six and a half, and instead were only up by one in the final two minutes. But Jordan Love theoretically did his part. Did he play perfect? Did he even play great? No, not necessarily. But on the road, on Monday Night Football... He did enough where the Packers were leading on the road with a minute and a half to go, and that should be enough for a team trying to make it into the playoffs. That should be enough for them to get the job done. Instead, the defense let Tommy DeVito, of all people, right, an undrafted quarterback making his fourth career start out of Illinois, they allowed him to go right down the field on them for the game-winning field goal for the Giants and therefore game-losing field goal for the Packers. 
So I've seen a lot of the rhetoric today about Jordan Love and, ah, uh, you know, maybe we got a little ahead of ourselves. He lost to the Giants last night. I kind of did his part. The Packers didn't play great. They were not great in the red zone. They were sloppy. Their special teams were bad. They were gifted that fumble from Barkley, allowing them to take the lead late in the game. But when you play out all of the bad, they were still in a position of what should have been good. They were in a position where they were leading with 90 seconds to go. All you had to do was stop Tommy DeVito once, and they couldn't. Tommy Cutlets went down the field for the game-winning field goal, and the Giants beat the Packers last night. I put that more on the defense than Jordan Love. The fact that you couldn't stop DeVito. But it's become such a phenomenon that even the Packers' defense could not stand in the way of Tommy DeVito and one of the best stories going in the NFL. Now for Green Bay with that loss, look, they still have the easiest remaining schedule in the league. And because of the tiebreaker, they also hold a wild card spot. But that's a bad loss, so let's slip away. You're favored by a touchdown on the road. You are going up against Tommy DeVito. That should be a game that you pencil in as a victory. And all these wins are so important at the end of the year when you try to solidify a playoff spot, and the Packers couldn't get it done last night. Meanwhile, DeVito does. And what a job done by Brian Dable. Tommy DeVito was a punchline a few weeks ago when he first came into the game and could not pass it beyond the line of scrimmage, could not be trusted to even throw the football. That was just six weeks ago. Six games ago. It was really about five weeks ago. Fast forward now, he's won three straight starts. Completion percentage of 73 in those three starts. Quarterback rating over 103 in each of those three starts. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. And the Giants were, what, two and eight? And now DeVito has won three straight for an undrafted kid? It really is remarkable to see the growth in such a short amount of time. And I'm not saying he's some sort of Pro Bowl quarterback or that he's even going to be a starter in this league because I don't think so. I think his ceiling is still that of a backup. But he's not bad. He's athletic. He ran for over 70 yards last night. He's smart. He hasn't made many mistakes. He knows what he's doing out there. And last night led them on a game-winning drive. And then, of course, you factor in everything else that comes with it. His agent, who's dressed like Donnie Brasco in the stands, kissing his father, Everybody doing the, what I guess you just call the capiche hand sign in Italian. The DeVito family serving up chicken cutlets before the game in the parking lot to the fans. It's phenomenal. Could probably only happen with that team, but excellent nonetheless. And I know that on some of the great sports map radio affiliates across the country, you might have heard the show prior to this one, the Diehards, where they actually had the agent on the show. I got to go back and listen to it. I know he was a two-sport athlete at Marist, pretty good athlete himself, played some arena football from the Massachusetts, from the Boston area. And boy, was he the star last night in his top hat and his pinstripe suit, kissing Mr. DeVito on the cheeks. It's excellent. And what I love is also, as an Italian-American myself, is that all the Italians are behind the story. Even though it's all kind of like a caricature, but Italians all take pride in that. Right, like the Sopranos, doesn't really paint Italians in the best light, and yet all Italians are very prideful of it. I think true Italians from the old country, and I, you know, we got plenty of family still in Italy, uh, they probably are annoyed by all the Italian Americans, especially from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, from the Northeast. But the Italian Americans just love playing into it. So a lot of times it might seem like you're making fun of a certain culture. Right, in this case, it's like, look at these guys. What a, what a, what a bunch of caricatures. 
the agent dressed like Donnie Brasco. They're serving up chicken cutlets. They're kissing each other on the cheek. They're doing the hand signal after every touchdown. Instead of high fives, they're doing the, the capiche to one another. And if you're from any other part of the country, you're watching these guys thinking, what a bunch of fools. And yet Italian-Americans everywhere are eating it up. They love it. No shame for those Italians. And Tommy DeVito leading the charge in New York. Three straight wins. Got to give him credit. Also have to give credit to Eddie Murphy, who apparently predicted the end of that game last night, way back in 1988, when he came out with the great movie Coming to America. Maybe you've seen this clip make the rounds, but this was the scene from Coming to America when Eddie Murphy shows up to work and was talking about a Monday night football game he was watching between the Packers and the Giants that actually took place, apparently, about 25 years after the movie came out. Here's the scene from Coming to America. Wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, I'm just going to tell you this one time. Yes, sir. You want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. Yes, well, Murphy, Eddie Murphy nailed it 25 years ago. Football game at night, and the Giants beat the Packers by, as he describes it, he describes it a little differently, but essentially saying kicking a field goal. That's exactly what the Giants did last night. But I wouldn't put the blame on Jordan Love. I'd put it on the Packers' defense. Meanwhile, when it comes to the Dolphins, as already laid out this evening, when you look at that operation, Tyreek seems to bring more value to the team than Tua. If we're going to have the MVP conversation and you want to include a Dolphin, make that Tyreek Hill and not the quarterback. And I think that was the question that was answered. That was the question that was solved last night by the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. But the other one may not have been the answer that they wanted for the other question, which is about the Dolphins themselves. Because we've always worried about the Cowboys. We've been focusing on Dallas and wondering if the Cowboys are for real. But what about Miami? We kind of came off those conversations in recent weeks. We turned our attention elsewhere. We used to focus on the Dolphins and say, ah, they didn't really, they haven't really shown us anything. They haven't beaten a good team. And then we turned our attention over to the Cowboys, and we started to say the same thing about Dallas. And say, ah, the Cowboys are winning a lot of games, but who have they beaten? They haven't shown us yet that they can beat a good team. And then the Cowboys went out there, and beat a good team on Sunday, answering those questions, putting it now back on the Dolphins, maybe. And we've worried about the Cowboys, and if they're real or not. We've worried about Miami, and a lot of this is based off of reputation, fair or not. Like, even when the Eagles struggled this year, when the Eagles weren't looking great, we said, yeah, but, you know, they were in the Super Bowl last year, and they won the Super Bowl a few years ago. We can trust the Eagles to turn it around. When the Chiefs are not looking good at times this year, same idea. Yeah, but it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Andy Reid, Chiefs are going to be fine. But the Cowboys and the Dolphins have just not shown us enough in the big spots for us to trust those franchises. The Cowboys have not won multiple playoff games in a season since 1995. The Dolphins haven't won a single playoff game since 2001. So it's hard to believe in these teams. But the Cowboys did at least beat the Eagles on Sunday and did so by 20. The Dolphins, meanwhile, their best win this year was against Denver, who's currently just 7-6. and six. But when they played, that was during the terrible start to the Broncos season when they were going through a 1-5 and five stretch. 
that was a different team. And yes, the Dolphins scored 70 points on them, so, you know, maybe that's the takeaway. That's what we focus on. But the Dolphins have beat up on some bad teams this year and then have lost to the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs. And last night made history by blowing that 14-point lead to a rookie quarterback for a team that had lost 10 straight road games. The Dolphins are only 4-3 and three on the road this year themselves. It's hard to believe in this Miami team. And they still have to play the Cowboys this year and the Bills and go to Baltimore to take the Ravens on on the road, where maybe the Dolphins will have a chance to try to prove themselves. But after watching that game again last night, right, it's hard to come away taking the Dolphins seriously. Problem is, it's hard to take a lot of these teams seriously right now. A lot of teams have some serious questions. So when we come back, are the 49ers truly just running away with the NFL this season? We'll talk about it next. It's Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Are you over the age of 60 and been diagnosed with lung cancer? If so, you and your family may qualify for a cash award. Our experienced attorneys are standing by to evaluate whether you have a lung cancer claim that qualifies you for a cash award. The consultation is absolutely free and there is no risk and no money out of pocket. We only receive a fee when we secure you and your family a settlement. 250,000 people are diagnosed with lung cancer every year. You're not alone in this battle. We can help make sure that you and your family are financially safe and that medical expenses are covered. Again, if you've been diagnosed with lung cancer and are over age 60, call now. Don't delay. There are deadlines for filing claims. We're standing by 24-7. Call us at 1-877-614-0102. 1-877-614-0102. That's 1-877-614-0102. Attorney Advertising. William Stephacker Jr. is the attorney responsible for this ad. Main office, Grant, Pennsylvania. May not be available in all states. Wake up, Cole! This is Brad Mosberger from VSIN. You're listening to Extreme Sports. At Rooter Auction and Realty, we are land brokers and equipment auctioneers. Our company is deeply rooted in agriculture, and we realize that farm and ranch assets are serious business. We are an integrity-based organization which has evolved into over 55 years of service to Nebraska and northern Kansas. Consult with one of our 12 agents today if it's time to sell your family's land and assets. Call us today for a no-obligation consultation at 402-463-8565 or go to RooterAuction.com. Are you ready for some football? Come on down to Bullseyes every Sunday. We have the NFL Pro Package. Watch all of your games on the big screen all season long. Every Saturday, we have the Big Red Bloody Mary Bar for $10. If you can think of it, we can build it. From pickle vodka, jalapeno vodka, and even cucumber vodka. Buckets of beer, jello shots, and giveaways every weekend. The world famous Bullseyes across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stellig Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. 
Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. You are locked into extreme sports. They'll know me. Wake up call with Tony D and Ron Culver. Weekdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. You're listening to Sports Map Tonight. Now back to your host, Luke Morrow. Are the 49ers truly just running away with this season? It's Sports Map tonight with Luke Morrow here on Lacrosse Sports Map Radio. Heading into the final, essentially month, final four weeks of the NFL season. And as we get ready to, and you look around the league, it's hard to determine who you can realistically trust in this league. And it seems like the Niners are far superior to the rest of the NFL, at least when healthy. Right, when healthy, the Niners appear to be the best team in the NFL. And the numbers back it up as well. I like to look at a statistic called DVOA. And the Niners are number one in DVOA. And DVOA, it's, uh, I always compare it to war in baseball. Wins above replacement where war tries to illustrate how valuable a player is. And it shows you how many wins they bring. How much better they are than just the average player. And that's an individual stat in baseball. DVOA is more of a team stat in football where it takes all the numbers and the situations and it accounts for competition. And it spits out, you know, these ratings, these numbers of the best team overall, best offense, best defense, best special teams. And it's been a pretty good indicator of who is performing the best in certain areas. It's a pretty good statistic. Even if, I'll be honest, I don't even know how they calculate it, but I take it at face value. And so when you go and you look at the rankings, the 49ers are number one in team DVOA ranking, which suggests that they are the best performing team as well. Because we know the record might not always match the actual performance. Teams can overachieve, underachieve. So when you look at the analytics, DVOA suggests, no, the 49ers, not only are they passing the eye test, but the number test as well. They look like the best team in person or through your eyes when watching on the TV screen and also on paper as well. But here's the thing. Not often does the best team actually win the Super Bowl. I discussed this at the time when the Major League Baseball postseason began, and everybody thought, ah, it's just going to be the Braves and the Dodgers. But that's why we love sports, because they are unpredictable. And if it was that obvious, if it was that easy, you'd have no reason to tune in. If you were watching the NFL and thinking like, oh yeah, the Niners, no one can stop them. When healthy, they are the best team. They're just going to run away with this thing. NFL's down this year. There's not a lot of great teams. Nobody can compete with San Francisco. We'd all be bored. You wouldn't even want to watch the games. You wouldn't care. 
You'd lose interest in your own team knowing they have no shot to win. They can't beat the Niners. But we know as sports fans, as seasoned veterans of the craft, that's not how it works. It is far from predictable. And here's the thing. Not often does the best team actually win the Super Bowl because since realignment, since the division realignment and we have the current setup and once the Texans came aboard, which is 2002, right? Since 2002, the best team, based off of DVOA rankings, has won the Super Bowl just three times in those 21 years. Only three times since 2002. Now, it did happen that very first year, 2002, when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl with that dominant defense. They were statistically the best team in the NFL that year, and they won the Super Bowl. And then, only twice since then has the best team actually gone all the way. 2013 with the Seattle Seahawks, and 2016 with the New England Patriots, who needed the greatest comeback ever and some terrible coaching on the other side to actually get it done and win the Super Bowl that year against the Falcons. Meanwhile, that Seahawks team I referenced from 2013, they did blow out the Broncos in the Super Bowl. So maybe they, right, maybe, maybe that's what the Niners are this year. The Seahawks are the best version and maybe the only version since 2002 of a team that was the best team throughout the year and then went into the postseason and continued to play like the best team all the way to a blowout victory in a Super Bowl. They were just dominant in large part because of that defense. And maybe that is San Francisco, but we've only seen it really once in the last 20 years. That Patriots team that year, also very good, but again, they were down 28-3 to in the Super Bowl, and for all intents and purposes, should not have realistically won that game. It was the greatest comeback ever in a Super Bowl. But the Niners, maybe they're more like that Seattle team that just runs through everybody. Or maybe they're more like most teams in the NFL the last two decades, that even though they are the best team in the regular season, they don't necessarily go all the way to win a Super Bowl. In fact, it's been five years since the number one team in DVOA has even reached the conference championship game. Only four times in the last 20 years has the number one team even reached the Super Bowl, which was also done by just the Patriots and Seahawks, both twice. The Patriots have reached the Super Bowl twice, and the Seahawks have reached the Super Bowl twice, one being the number one ranked team, with each going one and one those years. Last year, the Bills were number one in DVOA, lost to the Bengals in the second round of the playoffs. Two years ago, it was the Cowboys who were number one, lost to the Niners in the playoffs. 2020, it was the Saints who were number one, lost their first playoff game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who eventually went on to win the Super Bowl. So, who could actually win the Super Bowl this year? If you ask most football fans, the popular pick would probably be the aforementioned 49ers. But as I just laid out, more often than not, far more often than not, the number one team does not win. In fact, it's become somewhat rare that the number one team actually does go all the way and finish off the job in the NFL. So who could surprise the 49ers and maybe all of us as well this year? Well, if you go back and you look, Continuing to get nerdy here with the numbers. In these 21 years since realignment, 18 of the 21 Super Bowl champions have been top eight in DVOA. The lone exceptions have been the 2012 Ravens, who were ranked 10th, and the two Giants teams that won the Super Bowl, who were ranked 15th and 12th. And that first Giants team that did win the Super Bowl is probably the greatest example 
of a year in which the best team did not necessarily win the Super Bowl, at least the best team that we thought throughout the regular season. That was the year in which the Patriots went 16-0, and blew out most teams, and still could not get it done in the postseason, could not go all the way. Which, again, is probably the best example of in the NFL, when we think there is a dominant team, when we do think there's one team far superior than everybody else, it still does not guarantee them some sort of championship, like maybe the Niners this year. So if most Super Bowl champs come from the top eight in DVOA, that gives us this year the 49ers, the Ravens, the Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins, Bills, Lions, and Eagles in that order. Those are the top eight. And that seems like a pretty good list. I don't know if there's anyone else in the league that should be in that Super Bowl bubble. The only other team I might throw in, if the quarterback is healthy, maybe uh, it would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. But even they pose a lot of questions and have not played great the last couple of weeks. But they're the only other team, I would say, outside of that top eight that I would even give a percentage of a chance in winning the Super Bowl. So it seems like a pretty good list. But the problem is... There's a huge question for all of these teams, which goes back to the whole premise of this conversation. Are the Niners just running away with this thing because there are no other great teams, because there are no other teams that we can truly trust? All the other teams in the league have some serious questions. I would say for the Niners, they bring some questions too. They still have to show that they can get it done to the point where they actually win a Super Bowl this year or this time around. And I still wonder about Brock Purdy in the biggest games. I certainly wonder about Brock Purdy when the Niners are trailing. He's the third worst quarterback when the team is trailing in the fourth quarter. The Ravens. Question being, is Lamar Jackson ready for the postseason? Can he lead them to a Super Bowl? For the Chiefs, the big concern, which might sound crazy to say, but it's probably if the offense is good enough. Plus, the Chiefs are probably going to have to play on the road in the playoffs for the first time in Mahomes' career. We just haven't seen that before. Not saying they can't win on the road, but they haven't had to do it. Maybe it is a problem that we just don't know about yet because we haven't had to experience it. For the Cowboys, fair or not, it's if we can trust this franchise in the biggest moments. If we can trust this combination of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott in the biggest spots. For the Dolphins, the big question would be if they are truly legitimate. Have not beaten a team that's really over 500. The only team they have are the Broncos, and the Broncos were terrible at that time. They've lost their three biggest games this year. Also, can the Dolphins actually win on the road like they'd probably have to to get to the Super Bowl? For the Bills, biggest question is if the coaching is good enough. Also, is it too late for the Bills to salvage their season, clinging to potentially a final wildcard spot? For the Lions, the question is if Jared Goff is good enough. I know he's played in a Super Bowl before, but I think that had more to do with the pieces around him. Is Goff good enough to actually lead the Lions to a Super Bowl and potential Super Bowl victory? Also, I wonder if they can win on the road, especially if that is outdoors, and especially if it's outdoors in some cold. And then the Eagles, I think simply you just wonder if they can elevate their play, if they truly are good enough to actually compete for a Super Bowl. Because while they had a good record early in the year, it was a lot of close wins. And now in the last two weeks, they've gotten it handed to them by the two best teams in the NFC. Making the Eagles look uncompetitive and far removed from the top class of the NFC. It seems like the Niners are running away with the league with how good they are when healthy. But it just typically does not work that way. Who's going to surprise them? I don't know if I have an answer yet. 
but we might find out in the coming weeks. Let's wrap up Hour 1 next. Sports Map tonight. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-281-4224. 800-281-4224. 800-281-4224. That's 800-281-4224. The diehards. And then all of a sudden, a sweeper pitch. This is Brad Mosberger from VSIN. You're listening to Extreme Sports. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, we want to hear from you. If you have something to give away, or you are looking for something, we want to hear from you. If you have a special event or fundraiser coming up, we want to hear from you. It's the Extreme Sports Open Mic, and it debuts Monday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Just download our free Extreme Sports mobile app. Listen online at x-streamsports.com or listen on your smart speaker. It'll be fun and a great way to start your day with Mike Will. Let's get back to the way things used to be. It's Open Mic, beginning Monday at 9 a.m. on Extreme Sports. Just call 402-834-1330. That's 402-834-1330. Open Mic, beginning Monday on Extreme Sports. Challenge. It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions, IRM, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Call M&K Ag Solutions and Seed Sales at 402-984-3035. Imperial Jewelers in downtown Hastings has been serving Hastings and the surrounding communities since 1966. Imperial Jewelers specializes in service beyond the sale. Ring resizing, prong repair, custom design, and the most current engagement ring styles. Using natural mined diamonds and lab-grown diamonds as well. We are your local hometown jeweler that supports all the area's sporting events and schools. Located in the heart of downtown Hastings at 722 West 2nd Street. Shop local, shop Imperial Jewelers. You are locked into Extreme Sports. Sue, based on excuses. 
Are you kidding me? Wake Up Call with Tony D and Ron Culver. Weekdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Broadcasting live from the SportsMap Radio Studios, it's SportsMap Tonight with Luke Morrow. Wrapping up Hour 1 here on SportsMap Tonight with Luke Morrow, all across SportsMap Radio. Coming up in a little bit, uh, Zion Williamson was the in-season tournament actually the best thing to happen for him. We'll get to that later on this evening. Plus, Patrick Mahomes addresses... All his whining after that game Sunday. We discussed that very much throughout last night's show. We'll circle back to that later on this evening. Still plenty to do. Hey, if you ever miss anything from the show, you can always go and find all three hours on demand each and every night. Just search Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow wherever you listen to your podcast. Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow to find all three hours on demand. We always help you as well as we do some sort of recap at the end of each hour. Charles will ask me a series of questions. I'll try to answer them as best as I can. And it's time to do so now here before we go in our number one. Let should help you to realize what should be understood in the whole conversation. So let's do it now. Here before the top of the hour, let's wrap up our number one. And I'll try to uh, muster up some answers as best as I can. All right. What do we got here to begin the night? All right, first question. What should be understood about Tua? I think Tua, I like the term chameleon quarterback, and I think that applies to Tua. Where it depends, you know, what you get out of Tua depends on what you put in, what you put around him. And so when the pieces are all there, you know, like Brock Purdy's similar. We saw Brock Purdy, not to change the conversation, but we saw Brock Purdy this year when you had the three games without Debo Samuel and Trent Williams, they went 0-3, he looked pedestrian. Then when he has all of his stars, well, they're undefeated this year, blowing teams out, and he's playing really well. I think it's similar for Tua. When he has all his pieces, like a Tyreek Hill, he can fit the role and look pretty good. And then once you take Tyreek Hill out of the equation, if you were to take other pieces away, certainly if you take away Mike McDaniel, Tua goes back to looking very pedestrian like he did early in his career with Brian Flores. So he's more of that to me. He's more of the the tractor than the truck, to use Bucky Brooks' term, where the truck is the quarterback that's putting you on their back, leading you to victory. I think Tua is more of the trailer where other guys have to help lead him to a victory. And when he has those other guys, he can be successful. We've seen that. But when he doesn't have those guys, maybe it looks more like last night where you lose to Will Levis and the Titans in your building and do not score an offensive touchdown until the last six minutes because of some short fields on Titan fumbles. That's how I look at Tua. With the pieces, he can be good, but it's more about the pieces around him. Without those pieces, eh, he looks like he did early on in his career where it seems like he does not belong as a franchise quarterback. I like that answer. Chameleon quarterback, I like that song. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. What is to be, next question, what is to be understood about the title System QB? So I've always defended it. I don't think system quarterback's a bad thing. There's a lot of terms in our vernacular that we give a negative connotation to. And that's one of them in the football world. That when you hear system quarterback, like that sounds like such a bad thing. If you were an NFL quarterback, you would feel disrespected if somebody were to refer to you as, ah, oh, he's a system quarterback. 
I think it's a good thing because I think every quarterback has had a system. I think that's what works. I think a lot of successful people have systems. You have systems in your home, especially like if you're a parent and you're trying to raise kids, especially if you're co-parenting with someone trying to raise kids, right? You all have a system that allows things to flow easily. Maybe it's as simple as, hey, you pick them up on Mondays, I pick them up from daycare on Tuesdays, whatever. That's a system, and it allows you to get through your days and your life much easier, uh, much more uh, fluid. And so same with NFL quarterbacks. If you want a system, whether that's the West Coast offense, whether it's, um, you know, uh, like even Colin Kaepernick with hardball, with what they were running there with the pistol and a lot of the zone read stuff, a system quarterback is not a bad thing. I think all quarterbacks do have a particular system. They get comfortable. They know the language of the offense. They know the plays, and it allows them to be successful. And plus, I'll also say it's like that old idea of uh, don't work harder, work smarter. Same idea here. Like, who wouldn't want a successful system placed around them? Oh, no, a system quarterback. Like, he needs to run the West Coast offense. That's fine. That's a lot easier than having to learn a new offense every couple of years with a new coach or offensive coordinator. So... Whenever you hear system quarterback, game manager is another one that I think we also look down upon a too, uh, maybe too harshly. But whenever somebody, people use that as a put down. Like, oh, he's just a system quarterback. To me, it's a good thing. Tom Brady was a system quarterback. He played in the same offense his whole career there in New England and was very successful. So you should have no problem being a system quarterback. Montana played in the West Coast offense his whole career. Pretty successful. Uh, Brett Favre, same idea. Right, You should have no problem being a system quarterback. It's not a bad thing. We've just, for some reason, turned it into one. But I'm here to defend it and stick up for those guys. So what should be understood? It's not as bad as people think. Be a system quarterback. That's right. And I'm here for the people. Be a system quarterback. You might have a great career as well. All right, I like that answer. Next question. Mm-hmm. What should be understood? What should be understood about the value of a top wide receiver versus a top running back. Hmm. This is tough because I've had this argument with friends in recent years, and they always kind of throw it back in my face. I've always said, and I brought this up on air before, I am against the the whole breaking the bank for a big-time wide receiver. That's not to say you don't need a number one wide receiver. I think the Chiefs are showing that. I think Bryce Young and the Panthers are showing that. So as I talk this out in real time, I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself. I guess you don't have to pay. You don't have to break the bank for a big-time receiver, but you should have a number one wide receiver. I'm thinking this out in real time. So, therefore, I think, yeah, you know, I think the importance, I think the wide receiver is more important and more valuable than the running back. And the irony is, as I mentioned off the top, we haven't had a wide receiver ever win MVP, which I still take that award at face value, that it means most valuable. And when it comes to the voters, they have never found a wide receiver to be the most valuable player in NFL history. They have found running backs to be, including just 11 years ago in Adrian Peterson. So when you talk about the history of the NFL and how at least the writers and voters look at the sport, they do put the running back and the value of a running back higher than a wide receiver. But for me, I do think that number one wide receiver is more important. I think you can find running backs that could fill the void maybe a little bit easier than a star Wide receiver. And you look at the difference of when you brought in Tyreek Hill for Tua and A.J. Brown for Jalen Hurts and even Stephon Diggs for uh, Josh Allen and the other examples I mentioned where Mahomes looks very different this year without 
Tyreek Hill or number one. Bryce Young looks overwhelmed and like he doesn't belong without a true number one wide receiver in Carolina. So I think if you're building a team, obviously you start with the quarterback. Offensive line's huge. But as you build out your skill positions, I think you need that number one wide receiver far before uh, you need uh, some sort of star running back. And I think the, the number one wide receiver is more valuable and probably the most valuable weapon for a quarterback when it comes to the, the skill players or the playmakers of an offense. All right. In real time. I like the way you're yeah. out. Yeah, we got there. I was going to go in a different direction, and then I realized, no, I think it's actually this way. All right. We figured it out. Final question. Uh-huh. What is to be understood about the status of French quarterbacks? By French quarterbacks, we give some more, uh, some more t- towards that. So, Daniel Jones is injured. Uh, Tom DeVito's playing well. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins injured. Dobbs was playing well. Yeah. For a couple <laughs> weeks, yeah. These backups that are somewhat shining. Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew. Other, uh, these back quarterbacks who are doing well in replace of their starters. Yeah. What should be understood about that position that these starters are in? Uh, so I think, you know, there's so many this year that I think it deserves. In fact, you're kind of reading my mind. If we had time later, I think we were going to spend a topic to look at all of the backup quarterbacks this year and if any of them have done enough to earn themselves some sort of job, especially over the starter that they've replaced. But I've said this before about the backup quarterbacks, and therefore I guess we could classify those guys as the fringe quarterbacks, is that I do think there's a shelf life. Now, look, there's some great stories. Like Tom Brady was at one time a backup who came in to replace the injured starter and then never gave up the job and became the greatest of all time. So, you know, I say backups are backups for a reason. However, there are some backup quarterbacks where maybe the coaches have a misdiagnosis of, and those guys should actually be the starters. But typically, the backups are backups for a reason, and I think they have a shelf life. So I guess that's the point I would make. And we saw that with Josh Dobbs, where he looked good for a couple of weeks and then turned back into a pumpkin. And I'm afraid of that happening with Tommy DeVito, who is, you know, a folk hero right now in New York, and everybody loves him up there, and all Italians across the country, including myself, are on the bandwagon. But I'm afraid that at a certain point, he's going to get exposed here, too. He's going to go back to looking like the DeVito that came in. Gardner Minshew might get the Colts in the playoffs, but if you go and you look at his game log, right, the last few weeks, hasn't been playing as well. Still turns over the ball a little too much. So the main idea being that, these guys, I think, get exposed over time, and you realize why they're backups and not starters. But maybe Tommy DeVito turns into a Tom Brady, takes advantage of that opportunity, never gives the job back. We'll see. More coming up next at Sports Map tonight with Luke Mora. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For less than a dollar a day. For real. With no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happened. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For less than a dollar a day with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-402-7117. 800-402-7117. 800-402-7117.
Call right now. That's 800-402-7117. The Die Hard. There's a lot that think they're the king, you know what. And those shows out there are awful. Yeah. But I've also been uh, very good at grooming co-hosts to be, like, really uh, national spectacular talents. You are listening to Extreme Sports. Since 1946, Cully Pipe and Steel continues to meet the pipe and steel needs of greater Nebraska and Kansas. Cully Pipe and Steel is a one-stop shop for all of your pipe and steel needs. Cully Pipe and Steel stocks a wide variety of steel and plumbing products. From custom steel products to structural steel, rebar fabrication, steel fabrications, and retail and wholesale plumbing parts and fixtures, remember Cully Pipe and Steel of Hastings. They're located at 405 West South Street and the plumbing showroom at 300 South Colorado in Hastings. At Midwest Farm Management, often the most challenging decision to our clients is what to do with a family farm. We've been helping answer this question since the 1970s. Our company is focused on working with tenants that are good stewards of the family farm while offering excellent returns to our owners. Our services include, but are not limited, to detailed financial and field reports, grain marketing, crop insurance, and finding and executing a lease agreement that best fits your farm. Give us a call today at 402-463-1110 or find us on the web at MidwestFarmManagement.com. Are you ready for some football? Come on down to Bullseyes every Sunday. We have the NFL Pro Package. Watch all of your games on the big screen all season long. Every Saturday, we have the Big Red Bloody Mary Bar for $10. If you can think of it, we can build it. From pickle vodka, jalapeno vodka, and even cucumber vodka. Buckets of beer, jello shots, and giveaways every weekend. The world-famous Bullseyes across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. At Bossom Energy Companies, we are proud to be a trusted partner to our customers, a strong member of the communities we serve, and a family business that really cares. Bossom Energy Companies was started in Grand Island in 1948 and has grown to become a diverse group of companies with locations throughout the Midwest. Bossom Energy supplies local communities with petroleum products to fuel their farms and businesses, power their industries, and to heat their homes. With more than 70 years in the industry, Bossman Energy Companies will continue to succeed well into the future by following the same principles that have guided this company since day one. Stellig Law Firm of Grand Island is committed to assisting clients throughout Nebraska. Stellig Law Firm is a full-service law firm and specializes in estate planning, probate, and personal injury. Stellig Law Firm takes the time to listen and understand each client's personal needs. To schedule your individual appointment, call 308-675-4035. Stellig Law Firm is located at 724 West Koenig Street in Grand Island. A call today will secure your tomorrow. You are locked into Extreme Sports. And now we arrive at the high watermark of the evening's festivity. Bringing you the latest happenings across the world of sports. It's Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow. Let's begin the show by starting it. Oh, this is going to be good! What's up, America? Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow here all across Sports Map Radio. 
Coming to you coast to coast and worldwide from our network studios here in Houston, Texas. Coming up this hour, Mahomes essentially apologizes for his temper tantrum that he threw on Sunday. Plus, was the play-in tournament actually the best thing to happen for another star in the NBA, not named LeBron James? We'll get to that in a little bit. And later on this hour, let's circle back to that Otani contract as more details came out. Is it a bad precedent for Major League Baseball? We'll get to that later on this hour as well. You can always join the conversation throughout the evening. You can find me on Twitter, at Morrow on the mic, M-A-U-R-O on the mic. You can always text the show, 346-298-1260. You can always call the show, one 800 224 2004, and you can always email the show as well, sportsmaptonight at gmail.com. If you ever miss anything from the show, no problem. Go back, find it all on demand. Just search Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow wherever you listen to your podcast. Sports Map Tonight with Luke Morrow to find all three hours on demand. And if your great affiliate does not carry all three hours of the show, just head over to streamsportsmap.com or Download our free app, Sports Map Radio, in the App Store to listen to the show anywhere in the world as we're here Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern Time to 1 a.m. Eastern Time and appreciate you spending some time with us here on this Tuesday night. Hey, you could switch to Cricket today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 SG. After all, you've been good this year and they think you really, really deserve it. So smile. You're on cricket. And hopefully you've been on the nice list this year. Hopefully you're not going to wake up in a couple weeks, go under the Christmas tree, and open up a box of coal. Cricket thinks you've been good this year, and I hope so as well. Christmas coming up less than two weeks. Hanukkah going on right now. Tis the season. Happy holidays. We're based here in Houston, Texas. It's getting a little chilly. It's feeling like Christmas. By the way, there was just some show on TV. We have all these TV screens in studio, but not a lot of sports going on tonight. I don't watch very much. I've watched very little NHL regular season, so that's about it. There's an NBA game. No college basketball on normal TV right now at this time of night. So one of the uh, TVs just had some random show on where they're having a competition between houses that had the best Christmas lights on the house, the best like Christmas display. And one of the houses we're actually here in Texas. We're based in Houston, Texas. One of the houses on this show was uh, somewhere in Texas, and it's very Texas-themed. How much do you think the neighbors hate these people, though? Right, with all these lights. It's like the Griswold family in a Christmas vacation with uh, Elaine Bennis next door with the, you know, the uh, the guy that she with the yuppie she was dating. And they hated the Griswold. You got to be. In fact, growing up, we had somebody. We had a house on a street where a couple of my friends lived that they had the whole light show, and it was coordinated to a radio station. And so this time of year, people would always pull up in front of that house. And so my buddies and their families would just be trying to go going home, and there'd be so much traffic on their little quiet side street because everyone's there just to see this one house, this obnoxious home. And I'm all for the Christmas spirit. But that was a guy where the neighbors all hated this guy. Like, man, you're jamming up our street with all this traffic. And the neighbors across the street couldn't sleep because they got strobe lights streaming into their windows with these Christmas lights going on and on. So houses look nice on this show, but I, I'm curious. The neighbors have to hate these people. They have to have some big yards, a lot of acreage 
so that the neighbors are far away because they had some huge displays. The house was all dressed up, dolled up in lights. The whole